The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Fed can just print more money out of thin air, but the government's always going to be in debt to the Fed. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Dangerous World Podcast. I feel like I need a new introduction. I'm bored of saying that. I gotta spice it up somehow. But this is a nice uh, Monday Night Master Debaters edition. Uh, Coming at you on uh, Wednesday instead of a Monday. You know I like to do these a week later on Monday. Kind of reminds you that Matt is airing those over there at The Great Deception. If you aren't following him, you should. He's the host of the show, and he's kind enough to allow me to just be a part of it every week. It's uh, ad- It adds a nice little spice to my Mondays, you know, uh, usually the day that everybody hates, but, you know, Monday Night Master Debaters makes it fun. And in this episode, we had uh, we got the, the chance to talk with um, Amit from Hockett Podcast, Adam from Deborah Gets Red Pilled, and then Julia from Cosmic Peach. Kind of, uh, you know, what is it? At that point, it's five different shows all coming together, talking about different shit on their minds. It was pretty cool. So um, I'm sure that you heard it, hopefully, already. If not, um, you have some bonus content here. I'm going to be talking about the Liver King. This guy really shit the bed. Talking about all kinds of uh, ancestral living and all this stuff, you know, steroid-free. All you need to do to look like this is work out like a savage and a beast and eat a bunch of raw meat. Disgusting amounts of raw meat. I am a carnivore myself, but holy shit, I would not eat the amount of raw food that this guy eats. It's almost like um, those mukbang videos, they're called, which sounds like porn, but it's actually just eating obscene gross amounts of food. Um, You've probably seen the people eating massive crab legs or lobster tails. I mean, just the size of like a person's head. Uh, and then they're just eating these things, uh, stuffing themselves. A lot of people get off on the sounds of the chewing and this weird stuff. But what this guy was doing was kind of like that, but raw food. I mean, like these time lapses of him eating just a buffet of raw meat. Disgusting. Very, very gross. Now, this guy's name is Brian Johnson. He was not actually born Mr. King. Uh, he's not, you know, that's not his Christian name, I should say. He's not Liver King. But Brian Johnson... Ironically, uh, someone pointed out the same last name as The Rock, who might also come across some of these issues if he doesn't play ball 
with the right people. Now, I'm suspicious of what went on with the Liver King and how it all unfolded. I'm not trying to kick a guy, a guy while he's down here, even though misleading a lot of people, it's not a good situation. It's very unfortunate. Um, if you didn't think that the guy was on steroids, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you know, I think that Matt and I actually talked about this a while ago. I had seen a video and I showed them, I think actually on a different Monday Night Master Debaters, if I'm not mistaken. And we talked about it. I don't remember if the steroid thing came up. We were just talking a lot about how strange it is. Um, I think that we were saying, you know, he's got to be doing something else other than just eating clean. And, I mean, it's it's clear now. They say it's 11000 to $12,000 worth of, you know, uh, supplements a month. It seems like more about like twenty. $12,000 was just one item. So it seems like about $20,000, uh, meaning he's selling a lot of stuff. His business was doing pretty good. Now, you might think, why do I care about this? Why am I sharing it with you guys today? Because I'm sure you've heard a lot of the basics about this. There's something that's not right about this. There's something very strange about the whole guy's story. Um, admittedly, I don't know who like his parents are. Um, upon like just like very surface level internet searches, I couldn't find it. One site actually says it's like a wiki type page, like a, almost like a Wikipedia, but it's specifically for like influencers and celebrities and shit, which I guess you could technically call him a celebrity now. They say intentionally on there that his parents are unknown. No one knows who his parents are. Was he grown in a lab? I don't know. It's hard to hard to say either way, but that's not the focus here. What the focus is for me is many things, actually. The meat eating versus the vegan lifestyle, right? The vegan lifestyle is being really propped up. Um, eating bugs, eating unhealthy sources of protein is looked at as good. Um, the toxic masculinity thing, right? This guy's very masculine. He embodies that. Um, even if he did cheat to get his body the way that it is, still a very masculine dude. I mean, you can't sit there and say that the guy looks soft. He's a he's a ripped dude. If anyone hasn't seen him, he's 5'7 and weighs almost 200 pounds, which, you know, probably compensating for some things if you're 5'7. Nothing against short guys, but if you're as wide as you are tall, man, that's going to be a little, uh, little unfortunate here. Now, I have some things that I want to play. Um... And I've got quite a bit to to get through on this because when he's when he's emailing back and forth with whoever exposed this email, it seems as though he knows that his platform is about to take off. He has a film crew ready. He has all of this uh, this stuff in place for him to become a high level influencer. We were having the conversation the other day: is this guy a low level influencer or high level? I'd say absolutely high level. Now, not as high of a level of influence as Kanye has, right? Because there's a shitstorm going on with him as well, which the timing of this kind of interesting. Not nearly as many people care about uh, individual using steroids as a massively influential person saying that Jews are evil. That's a little more serious. But at the same time, these are all distractions of some kind. And this one seems like it was destined to fail from the beginning. He himself says that this is an experiment. And we'll listen to the apology right after I go through a very interesting clip that I came across on, uh, what's that guy's fucking page? More Plates, More Dates is the guy that kind of led the charge. I guess this whole uh, theme of this guy's YouTube channel is seeing if athletes are what they call natty, natural, 
um, or not, if they're using drugs or if they're just truly working out like animals. And this guy has, you know, made a, a pretty sizable channel based off of this stuff. Now, let's see if I can get this playing correctly. This is just kind of a, a mashup on that man's page, on the guy, uh, More Plates, More Dates. So I took it from his YouTube channel. I recorded this. And it's him over and over again, doubling, tripling, quadrupling down that he's never used steroids, okay? And again, don't get lost in the idea of the steroid thing. I just want to show you how cartoonish this is. Um, I've got some some more interesting stuff to talk about here in just a second. But here is uh, Brian Johnson doubling down, tripling down, quadrupling down, continuing to lie and mislead on behalf of the meat-eating community in my eyes. And um, it's not a good look, but here is this fun little mashup here. I don't. Can they get a build like yours without taking them? So I want to set the record straight. I want to expand and tell you why it's possible. A, a year ago, maybe two years ago, it was all about like PEDs and steroids, mm-hmm. right? And, and, and then, you know, same question, same answer. I didn't touch the stuff. Don't touch the stuff, right? Joe Rogan criticized you. Joe Rogan's a big person in yeah. terms of his platform. Yeah. Big. How did that feel when he said he alluded that you're on steroids or something like that? Yeah. Number one, I don't do it. And number two, what I want you to say is, you know what? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that guy, in fact, he did say he's in the 0.00001% of genetics if he does it naturally. What is the Liver King's response to this claim that the Liver King is hormonally improved by science? The the question has always been, do you take steroids? Do you take PEDs? Uh, The answer to that is no. I've always told the truth. I still tell the truth. Uh This is funny. People write in DMs. Right. And they're like, uh, they tell me what I'm taking. Right. And, and then here's, a, here's something else I was just joking around. I'd like to get your opinion on this. You know, I thought, so again, for the record, I've never taken steroids. Really? I'm thinking about doing it. Yeah. Ancestral Tenant 10 is have a little fucking fun. Right. And I'm like, you know what? If you've built this biological resilience, I always say, have a little poison. I, I, I'll drink, I'll do mushrooms, I'll do shit. Like every Saturday, I imbibe. I'm like, you know what? I'm healthy enough. If I want to do a cycle... I'm going to do a cycle, and how much you want to bet I turn into the Incredible fucking Hulk? You're going to be terrified. I want to be like this. Okay, you you think this guy's on steroids, right? This is the guy who's on steroids. It's like if somebody has, let's say, a 700, you know, testosterone, free testosterone, and and if they're taking steroids and they want to get up to 1,400 or 1,500 or whatever it is, yeah. guess what? You can do the same thing with the nine ancestral tenants. And if you do the nine ancestral tenants and you're living this way over this amount of decades... You know, you're going to be able to produce your highest and most dominant form. So I think when people see someone with your with your physique, uh, they just they look at it and they think there's something going on here. There's gear, there's steroids, there's performance enhancing drugs. This one is a doctor, by the about, way. You know, whether you use performance enhancing drugs or steroids or anything to get this physique. Listen, I love this question. I've been getting this question since high school, and it's done more to lift the Liver King brand and message than any other question. So I hope you asking it now continues to do the same. The short answer is no. I don't touch the stuff. But here's the deal. Isn't it just fucked up that a muscular, lean man has to justify his level of fitness, but a fat, lazy, metabolically deranged, or a skinny, fragile, osteopathically deranged, they don't have to justify their lack of fitness? Oh, Liver King, you're you're on steroids. You're on PEDs, yeah. you know, and and uh, and so it's like, okay, you know, we, we had a lot of fun with that, you know, and and then we we had a doctor come on, we made a video. If you ever Google uh, Liver King's blood work, we had a legitimate doctor come on. We did like a blood work reveal. That was fun, uh, but then the accusations never stopped. So I'm like, okay. Well, I assumed you were on steroids. I was talking to someone, one of your guys, 
And I was like, yeah, he's, he's on steroids, right? Like, people don't look like that. He was like, no, he's not. And I, no, I think I'd heard Rogan say you were on steroids. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody. So you get the idea there, and that is actually the the entire clip I had. But it's interesting that they that this question is brought up so often to him, right? You'd think that people would just know. Like with The Rock, the one that I used earlier, the example I used. We know he's on steroids. We just don't care. It doesn't really matter. One of my questions is why does it matter so much for this guy, right? And why is it brought up continuously? It seems like he cannot do an interview without the steroid conversation being brought up. I find that suspicious, not because it's clear that he is on steroids and people are trying to get him to admit it. It's because of the other aspects of his lifestyle, getting back to the basics, getting back to what he calls the nine ancestral tenets. Okay. Now then they are sleep, eat, move, shield. Uh, those, those first ones, very, you know, uh, self-explanatory shield in their words, the fourth ancestral tenant. Uh, is shield because we need to avoid dangers just like our early ancestors did. But instead of running from lions, nowadays we run from seed oils, excessive Wi-Fi, EMFs, and man-made poisons. Almost kind of fitting in line with what a lot of conspiratorial people talk like, right? So keep in mind, this guy is being made to look like a fraud right now because he lied about clearly taking steroids. Everything that he says at this point is... It's crazy. Everything, nothing that he says from now on can be believed. Something that we all agree with here. Yeah, seed oils are pretty bad. Excessive Wi-Fi. A lot of people don't think that that's bad, but we talk about it all the time. EMFs. I mean, I, I was sponsored a while ago by a damn company that made EMF-proof hats. And they're phenomenal hats, by the way. I need to reach out to that guy again because I know he was working on more products. And they're very interesting. You could legitimately put your phone inside of this beanie and it would lose a signal. So, I mean, it's good stuff. Next one, uh, connect. Another one that's that's not very clear. It's the fifth ancestral tenant being connect. Our early ancestors were in constant contact with the earth, 24-7, 365. Cold. Get cold every once in a while. Take an ice bath. Do all that shit. Sun, self-explanatory. Fight. The eighth ancestral tenant is fighting. Um, I, I've never seen footage of him fighting. I'm assuming martial arts, things like that. Not going out and, you know, hitting people. Nine, bonding, bonding with family, all that good stuff. And he says sometimes uh, he has a 10th ancestral tenant, which is have a little fucking fun, in his words. Have a little fucking fun. I agree. I don't think that any of these things are bad. Um, you know, getting in the cold, taking ice baths, it's really good for your muscles and your circulation. I take cold showers, sometimes not by choice. My uh, hot water heater is a little shoddy over here. But... You know, it, it's definitely good. There's benefits to being in the cold, to, you know, um, well, I should say shocking your system with cold, not consistently being in there, but getting sun, vitamin D. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the message. It's a good message. But the messenger is what, again, more plates, more dates points out, a charlatan. It's a charlatan. This guy is a, is a complete liar. And admittedly, I wasn't 100% sure like how to define charlatan. It's kind of like uh, you know it when you see it. But let's see. I can look this up really quick just to get the exact definition. Uh, a person falsely claiming to have special knowledge or a skill or also known as a fraud. Okay. This is a, a clear charlatan. And there's a lot of charlatans that are evolving their message. The charlatan acts like they have a secret typically, traditionally. But these newer, the new age charlatans um, are very accepting and they admit that they don't know everything, but they act like they are trying to, 
get you the answers at all costs. And they're very open to getting the honest answer uh, selflessly. That's what I like the spiritual group. You know, I bag on them all the time. The spiritual community, they're a bunch of charlatans. Realistically, they just don't act like a traditional charlatan. Um, charlatans also often will, um, you know, it, it, let's say I am a Christian, okay? And there's a, a Muslim out there and I just make fun of them because they don't believe the exact same thing I do. Um, acting like you have the 100% correct answers and everyone else is stupid and wrong if they slightly disagree with you. We see this in other aspects of this uh, conspiracy community too, right? There's a lot of charlatans out there. And I'm not calling anyone in this community, in the conspiracy world, a charlatan because of their beliefs or their methods, but it is out there, um, especially with bigger shows. I, I think actually... I will say when we started out, I kind of acted like a charlatan myself. I acted like I knew the answers. Um, you know, I used to say like, oh, I know all this shit about conspiracies and blah, blah, blah. I don't. I, I really, I try and make it very clear that I'm trying to ask questions and get legitimate answers, try to approach things from an unbiased perspective, but there's biases in everybody. Everyone's biased to something. Now, that's beside the point here. What What is interesting to me about how this unfolded is this guy clearly being made to look like a charlatan to a cartoonish level again steroids 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 no i'm not doing them no i'm not doing them no i'm not doing them it comes out that he is and this cocktail's pretty damn extensive here it's not just one thing and again i think that they really kind of uh you know got these numbers wrong so some of the things that are in there and i can go through it really quickly IGF-1, insulin growth factor 1, it makes sure that you have uh, normal growth hormone levels, and um, if you get it down to a specific science, it'll actually produce more growth hormone. Then you have CJC, which helps produce more of that growth hormone, and also kind of like it keeps the IGF-1 levels steady. So once you get your IGF-1 levels perfect for your system... CJC helps stabilize that, if I'm understanding this correctly. Um, Ibutamorin uh, is a non-peptide, which does similar things to the the growth hormone. Um, And then you've got some other ones. DECA, which is listed on there, just an anabolic steroid. Um, And then the last thing mentioned on the list, which I don't remember the name, was just another anabolic steroid too. A lot more than $12,000 a month. And what's truly, truly interesting to me is how this came about, how this popped up, you know, watching some of his Instagram videos and things like that. He's got a big amount of raw meat in front of him, a cup of rice, usually some maple syrup, and then like a small bowl of vegetables. And whenever he looks at the vegetables, he always says, this is a joke, right? Making meat eaters look just crazy, in my opinion. Um, Anytime you get like one of these outspoken carnivores, like Joe Rogan, right? People make them look crazy. And I know that it's not just the meat here, but this is what's in focus here. His fucking name is Liver King. It's not Workout King or Ancestral King. It's Liver King, drawing the attention to a really good source of protein. Liver. It's a, it's one of the most nutrient-dense, great sources of protein. And eating an ounce or two a day might be really healthy, but not eating the cartoonish amount that this guy eats. There's actually some funny tweets that I want to go through from some people. But what's interesting for sure like seriously just a, a mind blowing thing in my in my from my standpoint here it's very suspicious that all these emails come from a business email of a man that's adamant about not taking steroids okay 
these emails that were exposed say liverking at ancestralsupplements.com. And he tags himself as Brian Johnson and then in brackets, Liver King. So there's no confusion. This is him. He makes it unmistakably known that he is calling, asking about these steroids and, you know, disclosing what he's been taking. What it sounds like he's, he's trying to get involved with like somebody that has the use of steroids down to an exact science and he's trying to get his shit perfect um i guess he was talking about how he loses like a percent of i'm sorry he gains a percent of muscle no gains a percent of fat every year year over year since he's turned 40 and i think he's 45 so um sorry if that's confusing gains a percent of body fat every year since he was 40 now that's fine. It's normal. It's natural. It's ancestral, if you will. But he's going through and he's talking with this doctor, it seems, uh, through email, trying to get this down, down pat figured out so he can stay ripped and continue to get bigger with old age rather than, you know, weaker. Um, he's mentioning in this email that he's got a film crew. He's got, uh, you know, a, a, an entire social media team behind him before he is this public figure. It's strange. It's very weird, right? I'm not saying like he, maybe he just had confidence in himself or whatever, but it's very, very strange that he's out there making it known that he's got a social media team and he intends on blowing his platform up and all this stuff. He's taken to this limelight in a suspiciously professional way too. I mean, he doesn't seem to be nervous ever. He, I mean, if I'm sitting here talking in front of 10 people face to face, I'll get a little nervous for sure. I mean, like family parties, when I see my family, that I haven't seen in like a year since last Christmas. I get a little nervous, not like weird, but I'm just like, oh, you know, like I'm probably turn red or whatever. Little things like that. This guy is in like going to UFC events. And I think he went to like a, was it one FC or some other, uh, you know, MMA, big MMA event, PFL or something, you know, doing competition, shaking hands, kissing babies, being, you know, acting like a politician out here. What the fuck? I mean, it's weird blowing up this quickly and taking to it this well is strange. My question is who was who was working with him in these early days? Who was backing this guy? Who got him to this point? Who groomed him, if you will? Like I said, I don't I couldn't find who his parents were. So it's interesting. I mean, was this this seems to me like some sort of meat anti-meat psyop, anti, you know, healthy living psyop. This guy has been lying to you about his outdoor lifestyle and his healthy habits. He's anything but natural. So don't don't believe anything that he says. That's kind of what you're seeing here. And you'll hear in his apology, which he's reading, by the way. It's not even a fucking sincere apology. The only reason he's apologizing is because he got caught. We know that, right? But I'm not saying that his message is bad. Getting outside, it's just, it's shitty that this guy's walking around without a shirt on, um, you know, body shaming people, really. And I don't like to use that term. But that's what the guy is doing. The guy is absolutely shredded and he is making other people feel like inferior, in my opinion. Not me personally. I really could give a shit. But people that are trying to go for this look and they're thinking, dude, all I got to do is eat raw meat. It's fucking their heads up. It's making them feel very insecure. And I think it has a, in a weird way, this seems like some sort of strange MK Ultra program, a very low level. Maybe MK Ultra is not the right way to phrase it. But it is some sort of mind control idea to fuck with people's heads, to to experiment 
and see how crazy you can get with this weird lifestyle of eating raw, exercising like until you throw up, and crazy shit like this. So um, there's this other website that was going against him uh, before he got popped called Plant Based Savage. And this kind of just reiterates my idea. This is 25, uh, 25 reasons why the liver king means liver failure. Now, 25 different examples. Left wing. I mean, anytime that you're throwing plant-based in something, you can assume that they voted for Joe Biden or Bernie Sanders right back in the day. Um, probably not liking Trump very much. The things that they list through here, some of them, I'm not going to go through all... Uh, 25, but you'll see the overlapping of right wing meat eater, meat eater and conspiracy, right? Okay. Uh, eats a pound of liver every day, meat, right? Drags giant weights in with his teeth, toxic masculinity, uh, works out on the subway. Doesn't really matter. Even Joe Rogan is embarrassed. So implying yet yeah, Joe Rogan, the previous crazy meat eating guy is, is weirded out by this. Um, Named his sons Rad and Striker. I think those are actually uh, nicknames. Um, is anti-fluoride crank. Okay. Tying conspiracies in there. Drinks 95% alcohol like a meth head. Um, won't carry shopping bags. Again, that toxic masculinity. If, he, if someone's caught carrying a bag, they're gay. It's stupid. Bonds with animals by killing them. Implying that hunting is wrong. I mean, you get the point here. There's... References to guns being bad. There's references to fluoride, which is provably bad for you. Provably fucks with your mind. Makes you more uh, suggestible. Um, Is anti-vax. That's number 23 here. So again, this is all lists. uh, Or this this list is from a left-wing site called Plant-Based Savage. And and, you know, the, the guy that is here looks all natural. You know, you can't get too big by eating plants. Um... And I wouldn't be surprised if they're on some steroids too. But again, you see what I'm going for here? This this dude that is kind of checking a lot of boxes for the bad man. I mean, he's now he's made to look like a liar. And now everybody that follows any of these things here, I have no problem with shooting. I have no problem with uh, killing animals if you're not abusing them. I mean, it's better than fucking, uh, you know, the way that McDonald's does things. But McDonald's is okay in these people's minds. Um, I'm trying to find some other ones here. Believes humans evolved to eat meat. Uh, I mean, it's kind of true. I mean, that's the thing. A lot of the stuff that he says is okay and accurate, but he's made to look like a fucking fool all around by, you know, all these other ideas and, and things that he lives by. It's very strange. And you get this thing here, you know, meat eaters and vegans or vegetarians constantly talking shit about one another simply because they disagree on like the healthiest way to eat when, I mean, really in reality, different things work for different people, right? You may be a vegan and it may work really well for you. It's not going to work for me. I'm I'm too big of a dude, like not fat wise, but like even like when I'm skinny, I'm big still, right? Um, I need protein. They talked about this with uh, Tom Brady and, oh shit, who, there's a black quarterback that played for the Panthers, I can't believe I forgot his name. He's a total douchebag, but he's a bigger guy. And he started injuring himself a lot when he went vegan because of his bone density. He's a bigger dude than Tom Brady, who's kind of a smaller guy as far as a, you know, grown man, football, athletic guy. Um, 
But this is just another way to polarize the public. Instead of saying like, hey, that works for you, that doesn't work for me, but, you know, let's be friends. Let's not fucking talk shit about each other. I eat meat, I enjoy it, I I feel attached to the food that I eat because I go out and hunt the animals, and I, you know, it's a, it it is a very intimate experience, um, you know, shooting an animal. I've gotten emotional when I've seen, like, my dad killing an animal, or like, when I have to help uh, you know, gut and skin something, it, it gets emotional because you're like, man, this thing was alive. It was enjoying its day and now we're eating it. But it is a healthy way, in my opinion, to, uh, to get your protein, but we got to polarize everything. And I mean, what a, what a great way to damage this guy's credibility all around. I'm not saying that anyone should trust him in the first place, but it just is, it's obvious to me. It's obvious what's going on here. Um, I think that this was that this liver king guy was an experiment to see if you could get people to do whatever they're told when it comes to health. If you see a healthy looking guy or a guy with your physique, or if you're a girl and you see a guy like I, I would want to date a guy like that, even though I don't think it looks good. It it does not look normal at all. Um, can you can you make people behave in strange ways? Can you make people behave in unnatural ways with someone like this? I think that the answer is probably no, and this is why the shtick is over, you know? But I really do think it uh, it gives vegans one point in their heads, and meat eaters zero in this, you know, little battle going on here. Uh, I will play his apology, because it is kind of a cartoonish apology and a lot of reading. It's six minutes long, Um but then, I mean, yeah, you have some some tweets from people, too. Let me see some of these tweets. Because you have uh, Michaela Peterson, uh, what's his name? Jordan Peterson's wife, or uh, daughter, who tried to kill him. Don't forget that. And, you know, she's talking shit about the Liver King because uh, this was her tweet, I guess, back when this all came out. Liver King's steroid use is out. Super unimpressed for making the carnivore diet look even weirder than it already is. See? I mean, she is saying exactly what I'm talking about here. Some of us are actually stuck on it for serious health reasons. Nobody needs to eat testicles. Um, again, fear factor level shit, right? I mean, e- eat balls. Eat this weird shit because it's healthy. It didn't work. I don't think that the bullshit worked here. Um, just heard the Liver Kings on steroids. Cannot believe that people actually ever supported this cheater and liar. Thank goodness I'm a John Jones fan. That's actually pretty funny. John Jones is another cheater and steroid user in the UFC. Uh, I don't know who Nick Watts is, but this was fucking funny to me. Just came home and told my five-year-old that the liver king took steroids. He's an absolute wreck right now. He hasn't touched his cow liver for dinner and he'll be and has been wiping his ass after shitting. Shame on you, liver king, because I guess that's another thing that the liver king talks about. You don't have to wipe your ass when you shit. Um, boy, isn't that accurate, though? What kids were looking up to this guy? Uh, who was looking up to this guy? I hope no one, but you know that there's some people out there that this shit worked on. It's strange. It's very, very strange. Funny, uh, you know, poking fun at this guy in like a a decently fun way, but you know, he's got his kids who are, you know, normal looking kids. And then his wife who, I mean, her physique isn't crazy. She's in good shape, but I mean, he's the one, it seems like he takes all the steroids in the family and doesn't leave anybody for anyone else. So, I don't know, strange stuff. Here is uh, a nice little apology from the Liver King. Not very sincere, but let's see here. 
Liver King apology video. Here it goes. I gotta, I'm going to have to rewind it probably because... Yeah, here we go. <laughs> and he just looks... He's always wearing no shirt. You know, it's just dumb. I'm making this video to apologize. While I'm reading. Because I fucked up. Because I'm embarrassed and ashamed. Because I lied. And I misled a lot of people. I've stated that this is a complicated as fuck topic. At least to me it is. Because before social media, I was rich and anonymous. And after social media, I'm still rich. But no longer anonymous. And I never expected this kind of exposure in the public eye. What does being rich have to do with it? It's been tricky as fuck to navigate. Just trying to show you how cool his lifestyle is. Clearly, I did it wrong. And I'm here now to set the record straight. Yes, I've done steroids. And yes, I'm on steroids, monitored and managed by a trained hormone clinician. Liver King, the public figure, was an experiment to spread the message, to bring awareness to the 4,000 people a day who kill themselves. The 80,000 people a day that try to kill themselves are people are hurting at record rates with depression, autoimmune, anxiety, infertility, low ambition in life. So if, if someone that's trying to get a better body and get healthier is trying to follow his words, but he's lying, that's going to drive the suicide rate more, right? He's creating body, um, what the opposite of body positivity by doing this, by going around showing the South Park made fun of this for God's sake. I mean, they make fun of everything, but if you're out there and you have a perfect body, like when Demi Lovato looked good and she was out there saying how fat she was, that made fat people feel like shit. This makes relatively healthy, relatively fit people feel like shit when they're like, just do, I mean, if you're, if you're obsessed with trying to better yourself and, you know, look good for other people and whatnot, this dude is going to add to that. And, and it's, it's mind blowing that in his apology, he tries to double down yet again. Um, that's my, my biggest problem is that he's still continuing this, this lie that all of it was to benefit society. It was clearly to benefit himself and his family, which is fine. Benefit your family all you can, but it's a self-serving agenda that he that he was uh, going after here. It wasn't to help people, in my opinion, but here we go. Our young men are hurting the most, feeling lost, weak, and submissive. So I made it my job to model, teach, and preach a simple, elegant solution called ancestral living, the nine ancestral tenants, so our people no longer have to suffer, so we can collectively express our highest and most dominant form. This is my fight. This is why I exist. I disagree. While spreading the message, I've been on several podcasts, and when asked if I've ever taken steroids, I've always said no. I don't touch the stuff. Not gonna touch the stuff. Never touch the stuff. That was a lie. I've convinced myself that this had nothing to do with the ancestral message. I convinced myself that I'm not a competitive athlete of any kind. So who the fuck am I cheating? I convinced myself. That this topic was a placeholder for a far more important conversation. I convinced myself that this would overshadow the 36 years of working out, usually twice a day, without PEDs. I've convinced myself that this was a vocal minority, usually in the fitness category, driving to an unproductive conversation. And I had convinced myself 
that this would be the wrong message to send to the 15-year-old boys. So I continually dismissed it, and I dug myself into a bigger and deeper hole. I have only myself to blame. I did that, and it was all wrong. I will be better. I will talk about it openly because I believe that there's a time and a place for pharmacological intervention monitored and managed by a trained hormone physician. In 2021, when I was 43 years old, I didn't feel 100% physically or cognitively. So I went to get monitored and managed by a trained hormone clinician to see what the fuck was going on with my life. Sounds like he's on steroids. So yes, it's true. I have tried several peptide combinations in an effort to increase my growth hormone, and it didn't work, meaning that my levels still remained below the normal level. You're sure so yes, it's also true that I've tried pharmaceutical-grade growth hormone, and I finally found success in managing therapeutic levels in the normal range. Yes, this is true. I've continued on with 0.6 cc's of testosterone per week, roughly 120 milligrams of testosterone a week. And no, I don't take any other steroids like Nandrolone or Winstrol, but I have tried them in the past without success. Yes, it's also true that my blood chemistry got all fucked up while taking Nandrolone and Winstrol. My lipids got all deranged. My liver enzymes went sky high, which is why clinical oversight is an absolute must. Nope. The Liver King brand has had nothing or at least very little to do with my business success. My companies were already kicking ass, already successful before the Liver King public figure, growing at 50% year over year and still growing at the same pace after the Liver King public figure. I doubt that highly. (laughs) Nope. I've never had ab implants, ab etching, or any other plastic surgery, and I sure as fuck never actually had gene editing done in Singapore. I made all of that up. It was all intended to be a joke, and that's an expression of ancestral tit and tin. Have a little goddamn fun. Ultimately, why did I, or why do I do them? (sighs) When I talk about the 85% of the population that suffers from self-esteem issues, that's me. I'm part of that statistic. This is why I fucking work myself to death in the gym. This is why I do 12 to 15 blood-burning workouts a week just to feel like I'm okay. Still, I have to absolutely crush myself to do so, and I'm wrecked physically and cognitively, and hormone replacement has helped in a profound and significant way. And still, I believe that the path to paradise is paved in fucking hell. (laughs) I previously have said in a weird way, I'm grateful for the recent events that have shed light on this complicated as fuck topic. I knew I needed to take this opportunity to openly discuss everything for me to be a better human. If there are any questions that remain unanswered, send them my way. I fully own that I fucked up. I am as sorry as a man can be. And all I can do is take extreme ownership right now, be better, and lead myself to a better life as a better human. Again, thank you to everyone for the support, the criticism, the love, the hate, and above all else, the loyalty. Liver King. 
The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Mm. Yeah, I think if it was that sincere, uh, he wouldn't have had to read that. Um, he's still lying. I think he's still lying about the business. Um, that's just my thought. Again, not trying to kick a dude when he's down, but he, I think he's not uh, as nearly as upset as as he's making it seem. I think that this is part of a plan. And I'm not saying that everything out there is a conspiracy, but a lot of shit is. And you start seeing it more often than not. How does this guy blow up in the in the way that he did in a year? Right? I mean, how does this happen? How does this happen without a little bit of behind-the-scenes help? And I'm not saying, like, you know, a team behind you. I'm saying, like, you know, people, uh, you know, al- Instagram algorithms guiding you to see his shit. I do not give a fuck about working out videos, and I would see this guy on my feed all the time, okay? Um, I think that he had a lot of help, and I think that he was an experiment. Like he said himself, I think that his brand was an experiment to see just how far something like this could go, and it went pretty far. It went pretty damn far. Um, there was some <laughs> some really dumb people in the beginning like standing up for him. I, like, I know Brian Callen, Brendan Schaub, or I'm not a fan of those guys. Uh, Brian Callen, from what I understand, his, uh, what was it? His dad is like a CFR banker, Council on Foreign Relations banker. People say he's like CIA and shit. I mean, these, these people are of that same breed, of that same ilk. They're put up there because they're rich kids that are meant to go out there and influence and work on behalf of the, uh, establishment, for lack of a better word. So, this this is running a lot longer than I had intended. Um, I usually like to keep these 20 or 30 minutes because you got a couple hours of conversation to listen to after. But the key takeaways here are I think that what Liver King was meant to do is um, in, at the end of the day, make toxic masculinity look like a bad thing, right? And which it can be. It can be. But that that term has been... taken to like if you stand up to pee that's toxic um if you stand up for yourself in a public situation or a private situation and maybe get physical with someone that's fucking with you that's toxic um toxic masculinity is bad eating meat's bad um working out's bad everything guns are bad because they he has a lot of shit with guns i mean just take the you know, 25 things that the plant-based left-wing savage is talking about, talking about fluoride, talking about, uh, you know, eating burgers, shoots defenseless beyond burgers. That was one of these things on here. So yeah, he shot a beyond burger. Um, I, I guess I could list these all really quick. Um, eats a pound of liver a day. Bad drags giant weights with his teeth. Bad works out on the subway. Bad. Even Joe Rogan's embarrassed. All these things are bad. Eats balls. Blows up beds. Names his sons Rad and Skyler. Was inspired by Sally Fallon. Uh, shot up a tub of margarine. Won't carry shopping bags. Is a um, is a manlet. I'm not even sure what that is. Confirmed. Maybe it's uh, he's short. Um, drinks 95% alcohol like a meth head. Is anti-fluoride. 
um, takes massive action to the extreme, uh, exhorts followers in pick fist fights. Oh, to pick to pick fist fights. Um, yeah, I guess he tells people to go out and fight with people, which yeah, that's definitely not good. Uh, shoots defenseless beyond burgers is a rank chemophobe. Uh, chemophobe. I don't know what that means. Uh, believes uh, like supporters like. Um, sure. Maybe that that means like uh, you know if you're like him you support him. If you're cool and strong and tough and eat meat, uh, won't use sunscreen, which is actually good. Uh, is a gun nonce. Come on. Sells supplements to dopes. Believes humans evolved to eat meat. Is an anti-vax. Bonds with animals by killing them. Is a business. Is business business partners with Paul Saldino. Not sure who that is, but you get the idea here. <laughs> It's it's interesting to say the very least. It's very interesting, and I think that there's a lot more to this than just a dude lying about using steroids. There's a lot of people out there that use steroids, like The Rock. In my opinion, I think, and, and you know, Joe Rogan's saying this too. Um, I, I actually saw him talking about this. Uh, we don't care about that though, because The Rock is in bed with Hollywood, so he gets a pass. It's interesting, man. It's very interesting. Um, I know a weird, weird kind of a topic here, but just it was sticking with me for a couple of days, so I figured I'd get on here and talk about it, get some thoughts. But uh, enjoy this episode. Got a, a few different shows, like I said, five different podcasts in one chat here. It's always fun to do those kinds of things. So enjoy this one. Um, also, make sure that you check out the Great Deception Monday Night Master Debaters feed every single Monday and Tuesday. Those things are usually up at the beginning of the week, so it's fun. Current topics. This week we talked with some really cool dudes, and uh, just always a fun show. So thanks, guys. Enjoy this episode with these awesome people, and we'll talk soon. Enjoy it. And welcome to the Monday Night Master Debaters, the best night of the week, folks. It's all downhill from here. We got a great cast of characters tonight, and uh, I'm really excited. We've had uh, some really heavy episodes the last two. This one's going to be fun. We're just going to let it fly, Monday Night Master Debater style. No agenda whatsoever. We're just going to go with the flow. So let me introduce my guests. We have the artist formerly known as Amit's Corner from the now rebranded Hawkett podcast. Amit, how you doing, brother? I'm doing well. How are you, Matt? Good. Thanks for joining Everyone us, else. man. It's been a while. Yeah, it has. I've been busy with my own show. I didn't have time to come on yours. Dude, what What are you up to now? I've been, inter- I've been interviewing different people from all walks of life. Like the episode I just released uh, today, I had uh, Matt, uh, not Matt, sorry, Grant Dunlop from Grimerica come on. And he talked about his audio book, what he does and all that stuff and more about him. I have other people on my show. Yeah, you've had some great guests lately. Good interviews, man. I, I really like what you're doing over there. Thanks so much. And from the Cosmic Peach, one of my favorite podcasters, Miss Julia. How are you, hon? I'm good. Thanks for having me, Matt. I'm thrilled to be here. So you survived spooky October? <sighs> yeah, and I'm coming down off a little bit of a high from october but my birthday's on wednesday so i guess i should be excited like it's my birthday but i don't know i love the spooky stuff are you a birthday person 
I used to be until I started getting closer to 30. Now I'm like, ah, <laughs> fuck this. I was done. What's not? Let's just skip it. I just stay 27. That's funny. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I got to say the, the October episodes were phenomenal. And then, and then you go and you just dropped one with NY Patriot. That was awesome on Thank Netflix and you. all yeah. sorts of occult shit. And I got damn. some cool Christmas stuff coming up too. So oh, you do. I love themes. I'm just a classic female with my themes and uh, Christmas piracies. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, well, I look forward to it. That's going to be awesome. Okay, if it's anything good. like uh, Halloween, we're all set. Uh-huh. Adam, how we doing? I'm doing fantastic, man. Thanks for having me. It's always a uh, a real honor to get asked by you guys to do it. And I'm stoked to be here with uh, all, all, all you guys. You're all my friends. Julie and I just That's did a me. fucking awesome, awesome episode on the Yuba, City, Yuba County Five. It's going to come out later this week, and nice. uh, it was fantastic. And it's going on a meet. Um, yeah, I'm a, uh, I am a Thanksgiving person. I had a fantastic Thanksgiving, and uh, yeah, just riding that high, and everything's going going pretty good right now. And you got to host this year, right? Yeah, I got to host. Uh, my sister came up with her kids, and. Some friends came up from Portland, and uh, my sister-in-law came down from Washington. So yeah, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Everything turned out well. I got to be the cool uncle. I hadn't seen my uh, niece and nephew in a long time, so it was cool. Um, yeah, they're like city kids, and uh, my nephew was like really excited to be here. I let him drive my tractor and all sorts of stuff. So he ended up uh, spending the night on uh my sister came over wednesday they were going to head back to portland to stay in a hotel and he wanted to stay so he spent the night here and hung out that night watched a horror movie with them and then did thanksgiving the next day so it was awesome it sounds like you're gonna have a an extra set of hands this summer maybe yeah i told i told my uh brother-in-law today i was like ship him up here for a week if you want and put him to work dude that that there would be nothing better for that kid than to spend a week working on your little homestead up there yeah, I'm excited. That'd be great. Yeah. I'm glad to hear you had a good one, brother. Excellent. Thanks, Thank you for joining us. Yeah, anytime. Rye, what do you got going on, man? How was Thanksgiving? It was awesome, dude. It was just uh, another year hanging out with the family and uh, having a good time. I enjoy all the holidays. I like hanging out with my family and stuff. So Halloween's whatever, because it's not a big family holiday. Thanksgiving's dope. And, uh, you know, Christmas is awesome because we all kind of get together on my dad's side and just have a good time. So super chill. Went and saw the U of A ASU game day after and U of A won by three points. So that was like our gift to my dad, whose birthday is usually right around Christmas. So or I'm sorry, Thanksgiving. But yeah, it was just a good time, dude. Tons of fun. It's it's always chaotic, though. That's the thing about the holidays. It's like you need that day after to just breathe because, man, You get around, I don't know about you guys, but I get around my family too much and we're great in small doses too much. And it's like, boom. Oh yeah. (laughs) We're not like that at all, dude. We used to be, but no, I can't get enough of them, man. So pretty cool over the last couple of days. But what about you? You guys do anything cool up there? Uh, My son does Thanksgiving with my uh, ex-in-laws. So I get the day, I just kind of usually chill. I take the pup for a hike and that kind of stuff. And then I do a big... uh, homemade sausage and biscuits, little biscuits and gravy for myself. Cause I'm not a Turkey guy. I, I like yeah. a Turkey sandwich, but 
you start throwing pounds of turkey on me and I'll I just go into comatose. What about ham? No, I don't oh, eat that. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, I kind of like I can't ham. even smell ham. Like it, you take somebody takes a ham out of a package and I just want to throw up. It just looks oh. <laughs> yeah, I will say turkey sucks baked? ass. I love turkey, turkey man. Oh, yeah. Honey baked ham? No. Hawaiian roll? I, Little crayon? See, I, I I I equate ham with spam. Like there's oh, something dude, about it and it's just nasty. Ugh. I'd rather eat spam than ham. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you, Adam. I can't do it, man. <laughs> okay. I'm alone can't over here. It. Ham I will say I take the one. <laughs> I usually take the ham off of like an Italian sandwich. I will say, if it's on there, I like the salami and the uh, like pepperoni and shit. I though. love salami. Yeah, who oh, doesn't? I mean, that's on. a shit. Yeah, a little prosciutto instead of ham. How's that, Matt? How do you feel about prosciutto? I'm 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 in. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm all Adam? all for it. Yeah, all about it. Amit, I'm assuming no. Prosciutto? No, I'm not. I'm not a ham guy. I like a steak. Yeah, it's a pork pork product. Okay, fair enough. Know. It's nothing religious. I've never been into a fan of uh, pork in general. I think it smells nasty and it tastes nasty as well. A little weird looking. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, <laughs> look at how quick we got into food. You know, that's a shocker. I love food. I'm not a here. Yeah, man. No, it's fun. Dude, I was making faces. Uh, hopefully, I wasn't doing what anyone was talking. I was looking at this stuff going on in China. I know we had some things to probably get into here, but it's wild. You start, let's go with China first, man. It, yeah, it's, it doesn't matter, man. I just uh, was it's, looking at it's it. crazy, and and I'm 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 I'll start with my two cents. Is whenever anything comes out of China, I'm hesitant, right? After and, 2020, yeah, yeah, and and so this, I mean, we're seeing interesting videos now. My thing is though, it's like you know you see what's going on, but it's almost like they're showing you, but you know nothing's going to happen. It's not going to work out well for these people in the end. Um, and and looking at the way that they're running things, you know, with facial recognition to to do anything, right? Check into a hotel, buy food, buy be able to go in and out of your apartment building. It's just you know, and we saw it yesterday with that huge apartment fire with a piece people basically burned to death because they couldn't get the water close enough to the apartment it didn't reach mm. it's just it's wild man i don't know what to think about it i just i'm i'm happy to see that they finally said fuck it enough's enough but is it going to is it going to be another trucker rally right mm. where they let us see that it's going on and then behind the scenes all these people are just screwed they're they're you know their bank accounts are cut off you know they're they're banned from whatever well that's going to happen there for sure but it's just like you know are they already at that point where they don't care um the, the citizens that is or I, the people think, that... I think they're at the point where they don't really care anymore just like do whatever you want we're gonna uh, do a revolution there to save ourselves because uh, i've seen the videos that matt's talking about and it's kind of depressing to see and also to me is are those actually real or they paid actors to push yeah. this thing forward because as we saw with the trucker rally and everything that went on here, a lot of those people were paid to do those kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah. And if, uh, great point, if they can, if they can, uh, put in some sort of, you know, state of emergency because of rioting to lock, lock them down even more. I mean, I was listening, they were talking about it on no agenda and they were saying it seemed 
super staged and all the cameras were in all the exact right spots and and all that stuff so and the other thing with it adam too is it lets you believe that there's a chance to fight right and 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 almost like giving us this false sense of hope that if we protest the next time something happens we're going to get the result we want when in but reality the result, we but know. the result is that that it gets us shut down and gets your bank account turned off and gets martial law declared and and all that stuff and uh so i i don't know i'm not familiar with the town or the city where it was happening it was happening in one major province or city but i remember hearing the on the news report the the population of the area seemed very small for what you normally hear about in china because like you know i'll hear about a city in china that i've never heard of and they'll be like oh the population's 18 million you know Mm. Yeah, it's so just, it seems it's, weird that it would be concentrated to a small area like that. Yeah, you would think it would be like a, a big city, you know, the, mm-hmm. the so, one of the larger cities. And according to it depends where you get your news from, obviously. But according to a lot of sources, it's happening in multiple provinces. So it's not like an isolated incident, um, which would tend to lead you to believe it's more real. But if that's, real. if that's if that's if that's an organic thing is is the. Chinese Communist Party state-run media allowing that footage out? Well, supposedly a BBC journalist got held yesterday, according to them. Uh, during, you know, one of their reporters was held by the Chinese government while they were trying to report on it. So I've, you know, and the other thing is too, you know how they have, it's interesting how the protesters are approaching this because one of the things there is you can't, uh, talk poorly against the government. So what if you notice their protests, they're just standing out there with blank pieces of paper. And so they they can't get them on, you know, talking negatively against the government. But at the same time, they're trying to say, okay, this censorship is unacceptable. So it's interesting the kind of the hoops they have to jump through even just to protest over there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm interested to see where it goes just for shits and giggles do i think it's going to have any impact on us over here none i think it's again it's a distraction from something i don't know what but it's it's another one of those big stories that's there to to get us to look in this direction while something's coming in the back door maybe it's 50 billion going to ukraine maybe it's you know some kind of <laughs> under the table passport they're trying to run in who who knows these days dude i i actually it's funny that you say the the money going to ukraine i was looking at like shitty things that the uh government has used your tax dollars for in the past and like recently dude there's some ridiculous things some some kid got paid thirty six thousand dollars uh a grant which is you know basically tax money and uh to build a replica in minecraft of a city in Massachusetts. He got $36,000 to do that. Are you fucking shitting me? The Berkshires? Is that is that in yeah, Massachusetts? That's yeah, where yeah. I live, basically. <laughs> okay. So yeah, like a shit like that. There's another one where this dude was getting paid for like 20 years, uh, about $3 million over 20 years to uh, give hamsters anabolic steroids and make them fight. No shit. Like th- shit like this, dude. It, it goes from like crazy ridiculous to that to like, fucked up like the 77,000 government uh owned buildings that have to be kept up but no one lives in them no one occupies them and they're just empty buildings 
that could help the homeless problem. You and I are paying for that shit, you know? So it, it's just funny, man, that you mentioned that because I was looking in that shit today and I was like cracking up and like kind of tripping out. Well, that was one of the funny things about the COVID relief when that initially came out was that there was like $5 million in there for like Pakistani gender studies or some shit. Yeah, a bunch yeah, yeah. of it went to a bunch of it went to NPR, a bunch of yep. it went to like um the whatever the big art museum is in in New York City. Huh. I wish the government would pay some guy a bunch of money to give me anabolic steroids. Yeah, right. Let's right. go. Right. Start a human cockfighting ring. <laughs> yeah. Dude, they were putting fish on treadmills and seeing like what would happen. <laughs> it's just wild. Weird, weird like you can look it up and there, I mean, it's comical, but at the same time, it's like, damn, dude, like there's some crazy money laundering going on with that stuff, but whatever. What it can we it do? is. It's absolute. That's all it is. And that's all, all of this is right. I yeah. mean, if we look at what's going on, what our government's doing, it's just a giant laundering operation. It's finding a way to take our tax dollars and use foreign entities to whitewash it. You know, and that's what Ukraine is a perfect example. That's, and that's yeah. why they went so hard at Trump in uh, 2018 over that first impeachment, because that's their area to wash their money. They can launder their money. They can tran they can traffic their kids. They can do all sorts of shit out of this place because it is a hellhole. And, you know, <sighs> It's just evil shit. And they, they keep playing it off like, ah, oh, you know, we're, we're in it for the people. They don't give a shit about the people because we saw with FTX, right, that there's some connection in there with this money going in a, a interesting circle. And it seems to lead back to the Democratic Party. You mentioned that Ukraine stuff, too, in, in 2018. I don't know if you remember, but the guy that I think brought that whole thing forward with trump his son was one of the main tiktok influencers that was bringing awareness to the whole situation going on with ukraine and russia who I don't, i'm trying to huh vinman dude i don't know i'm trying to find his name right now vinman it's like see. the the military they're all ukrainians all the military people that they had um everybody that was testifying against trump during all that stuff during the during the russiagate stuff they're all ukrainians they're yeah, all that, American. That little they're naturalized American man. Ukrainians. Yeah, oh. it's just wild, though. You know, because like, why doesn't someone see that at, at some kind of level that can actually influence that idea that that's fishy, right? That's there's something wrong with that. I mean, but Joe, Joe Biden. Joe Biden's on on video. You can look it up on YouTube right now. It's not banned or anything. At the CFR, talking about quid pro quo that he did about firing some prosecutor for looking into him and his son with Burisma. And he's, yeah. and he's laughing about it saying he's not going to, he's going to talk to Obama and not going to give him the fucking whatever money that they had for, for arms that they were giving him. And that was and Poroshenko. That, and no, nobody, nobody talks about that. Yeah. It's well, crazy. We man. talk about it. It was going around a lot during the election, um, but then you have these Candace Owens types that, like, I guess she's like a freaking duchess or something somewhere. Did you hear that? She's like no, a royal. I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that either. Yeah, I'll see if I can find it real fast. It's wild, though. Like, her and then, like, that uh, Charlie Kirk's, uh, you know, a paid actor, from like, funded by the Koch brothers and all that stuff. So you that can't get a straight answer. That guy's getting uh, pretty chubby. He looks a lot like... Uh... 
a Cabbage Patch doll. Hey, <laughs> shout out. I would love to get more information on that, by the way, Matt. Yeah, we should touch on that, Matt. where it matters. What do you want? Cabbage Patch? Wait. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Garbage Patch. Eventually. Kids. Oh yeah, we could talk that, and and you, yeah, it's crazy. I can't, why it's this... really right up my alley. All right. Well, now. I remember going over convincing our team, our <clears throat> others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees, and I went over, right, I guess the twelfth, thirteenth time to Kiev, and. Uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had – they were walking out to press conference and said, no, I said, I'm not going to – we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said – I said, call him. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars. I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a (laughs) got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid at the time. Someone who was solid. Good old Joe. Fucking Yatsenya. Yats is our guy. Fuck you. That was that that uh, woman, right? Yeah. What's her name? Uh, oh, shit. I'm having a podcast moment. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, Victoria Newland. Newland. Yeah. She's a piece of work, too. Yeah, she's a real one. garbage person. Oh. Let me see here. Right. Are you trying to find that garbage pail kid stuff? Oh, no. I was... Uh, <laughs> I, I accidentally closed out a video. Yeah. Dude, well, he, here's a little interesting thing. So I went on that little garbage pail deep dive last week. And I'm sitting here last night, and I never watch TV, but I turn the TV on, and I check History Channel out. And what's on, other than the toys that built America, Cabbage Patch Kids. Huh. I'm like, you got to be shitting me. I've actually, like, vi- I've actually visited the Cabbage Patch Kids, uh, Kids thing in Georgia. The one in Cleveland? Yes, I have. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of creepy. It's kind of like creepy. They have like the picture you showed with the nurse and the Cabbage Patch Kids. They have it's like a very big like thing. They have each Cabbage Patch Kids lined up, and they go through like a show for like little kids. It's really weird. If so, I went back now, it would just be like, okay, what's this satanic stuff they're showing? Was it like incubators? Yeah, like, it's well, incubators. Yeah, and then they have like a separate room where they like do like it's just weird. It's a theme park. It's not like a theme park. It's like it's it's like a building where they have like Cabbage Patch Kids and they tell like a story and then they sell merchandise. So it's like a money grab, pretty much. It's like the Giardelli Factory in uh, San Francisco. It sounds like like or the, like uh, that. I've been to oh the, uh, the 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 Jelly like Belly Factory before. That's what it feels like when you go inside. It's all dark. It's like kids. Well, more importantly, Matt, on that toys that shaped us. Have you seen the uh, WWE and WWF one? Do they have slaves no, I have there? Not. Oh, it's so good, dude. All those toys from the WWF shit. I dude, I was huge into those, so I will definitely oh. have to watch that. Yeah, man. I watched a bunch of those episodes. They're dope. That's a cool show. See, what I found creepy about these things is as you start going through the documents, the one that they show out there is I, when I grow up, I want to be an architect. 
And so basically what, what spawned this whole gar a cabbage patch kid thing that went on last week was uh, mind unveiled on YouTube, did a video about the 1800s and some of the bizarre art. And one of the things they did was they showed this book and it's called Babylon surreal babies. And when you get into this book, there was this, they claim it was like kind of a niche thing. Like it was art and they would just take babies and like show them in cabbage patches and then but it gets it's so dark and twisted like some of them you have like screaming babies in a pot that's boiling in um, a cauldron yeah i mean and they like there's where's the one in here there's one in here that's absolutely horrific it's just like babies screaming and uh it's like it just doesn't i don't understand how this is an art now what I found interesting, though, when I started looking into it was then I started remembering. Oh, yeah, here it is. So look at this. It says good night. Can you and, uh, can you X out of that? Yeah. That other oh, thing so I can see it. Matt? Let's see. Stop share. OK. Hold let on. Me let see. Me, I'm going to just the speaker. OK, what is so, that's a painting so, of a bunch of really scary looking crying babies. Yeah, it's it's insanity, you know? I mean, it's just wild, wild stuff. It's just screaming babies. And, and what's the theme of this book? It's called Babylon Surreal Babies. It's just artwork of sur and surreal. It's, yeah, it's it's by this guy uh J James Birch, and he was big into what he did is he went around and collected these postcards i guess there was like a whole genre of these babies in different you know things like cabbage cabbages cauldrons anything you could think of they would throw babies in there like and it was very very strange uh to say the least and and what his contention was was that the the notion of cabbage patch babies was that they were growing artificial babies you know, have you can, made any uh, drawn any parallels to, you know, where I'm going to babies in incubators, orphan trains, all that and, stuff. And that's where we, you know, where he, they went with it was that. Yeah, that they went with it to the angle that, you know, these were some of the people that were part of the population reset. These were part some of the orphan train riders. These were some of the uh, kids that populated orphanages um, and that would and, and they're content. What contention was that, well, this would explain why there were no parents or the lack of parents. Um, and, and you know, it, it's an, a very interesting idea. Now, do I put a whole lot of credence into it? I don't really know. I've, I've, I've looked at it for, a, a, you know, a good 24 hours. And it's, is it possible? I think so. Is it plausible? I don't see it, you know, and that's when, when on, on paper was the first test tube baby. Good question. Let's check that out. Uh, like... So for example, if you look up the, the cabbage patch kids thing on YouTube, it's actually a hospital. Really? It's known as. Yeah. It's known as a hospital. Oh yes. Because in the thing, um, 
in the documentary, that's what he said. He he wanted to create a baby doll hospital. And, just, and that's what like he to, did. Doesn't it seem like to you it's kind of like an abortion type thing with all like picking babies out of the damn um cabbage and like doing something with it later? I don't know. When I was a kid and it wasn't cabbage patch kids, but I got really obsessed with these baby dolls that they were selling at the mall and um, they looked like infants and they were heavy and they had like little blue and pink onesies on and they had birth certificates. And when you walked into this toy store, the aisle where all these babies were, where they were in little incubators. And you like open the incubator and you pick your baby and they give you like a birth certificate. And I mean, it's, mm. it's uh, this weird. reminds me of have you uh, guys ever gotten a Build a Bear uh, toy uh, when you were a kid? Yep. It's, yeah. it's the same thing. It's we you did get, it with my son. You get mm-hmm. one and you get a, a certificate and then you name it. You put the heart in there and shit too. With yeah. The stuffing. Yeah. And right. it's, and that's what's interesting. What's that, Adam? First, 1978, first test tube baby. What year were you born, Matt? 78. Oh. I'm about six months what? after this, or four four months after this. Interesting. Yeah. So you could, you could plausibly be a test tube baby. I could. The only problem is there was witnesses. Uh-oh. Were they lying? my hatching? So, <laughs> as much as I'd like to claim NPC status, I I think I got out. But what's interesting about this is, yeah, where did they in England, Manchester, yeah. England? Yeah, this is in that uh, this book that I have called the Specimen. They talk about this because they they uh, the whole thing about that book is that Jesus is a test tube baby. It's strange. It's very weird. What? Yeah. yeah, dude. It's a weird. It's a super sci-fi. It's nonfiction. It's like this guy's theory, and it's strange. It's that like aliens created Jesus, and that's what the Immaculate Conception is, and you know Noah's Ark was like a, a series of test tubes and all that shit. It's it's yeah. weird, but it's interesting. Oh, it's uh like each an- like the animals on there was like the DNA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so it's kind of cool, but I don't know. It's weird. I'm kind of sketched out to do an episode of that, but we'll see. If it gets if it gets dry over here, we'll have to get that. <laughs> You'll reach in the old test tube bag. Reach in the old test tube. <laughs> yeah, I got like a whole like book of like uh or like a series of pages of like topics that I don't really want to do. But have you guys heard of the Sauter family? That's one thing that I'm about to do. Who's the that? Sauter family? It where sounds there was familiar to me. But a I don't house know. fire in the 40s, where where nine it was a family with nine kids. And the house burned down, but five of the kids' remains were just gone. Like, the bodies weren't found. It was, like, completely... So, uh, four of the kids live, but five of the kids, just no trace of them. And it was on Christmas Eve, 1945. It's strange. And there's, like, a whole bunch of mafia ties to it and stuff, so... It sounds like another Yuba County 5 or Diotlev Pass. That's exactly what it is. Unsolvable mysteries yeah i like those and and what do those usually mean those usually mean the government's involved right well he was a really big outspoken critic of mussolini and he was an italian dude and uh lived in an italian neighborhood you know this this insurance salesman told him that like his house was going to burn down just like in passing like your house is going to burn down 
And then this electric company said that his house was going to burn down and then it fucking did. And, you know, five of his kids just went missing. So it's weird. I'm sorry. After the first person tells me I'm selling that fucking house and getting out of there. Oh, yeah. Or, or asking questions. I mean, this yeah. guy's like not fucking asking nothing. He's just like, OK, have a good yeah. one. Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing, dude? yeah, go for it. Ask some questions yeah. here. Dude, that's bizarre. It was an interesting thing, man. There's a lot to it, too. Like ladders were missing from his house, so he couldn't climb up and truck wouldn't start and all kinds of shit. Fire department didn't come till the next day, even though they were down the street. They sound like Texas police. Yeah. It's like uh, living in Oakland. Yeah, dude. Interesting shit though. But that's wild. Do you have a theory? Yeah. I think that they were kidnapped because they, I mean, they got a picture sent to them like, you know, 20 years later of one of the the kids as an adult. (laughs) I think that they were kidnapped by the mob because there's like a (laughs) lot of, you know, evidence that points to that. People in like a couple towns over said that they saw weird, you know, Italian couple come in with five kids and weird mm-hmm. shit like that. So it's, what would they it's do with the kids? Just hold them? Oh, it seems like a sacrifice uh, of some sort. I don't know if they killed all of them, but one or what. But I mean, you know, it, it, you know, the five is interesting. There's nine kids. Why not take one or all of them? They took five. Kind of weird. Um I don't know. There, there's a lot to it, man. I don't want to, you know, turn the episode into it or anything. Oh, no, no. A, it's just yeah that's interesting man it's yeah. super strange mm-hmm. yeah so have, have you guys seen this i want to uh this is the next wave of vr Ooh. okay so this is the um the touch side of it where they're gonna bring in the ability for you to be able to touch have that feeling sensation while you're in vr so I got a little, let's see, oh shit, skip, okay. Accessory for virtual reality and Quest headsets that gives you a bare hand touch experience creating tactile effects that you can feel directly on your hands. Using ultrasound how technology, until, how long it's until one of the first devices that allows dick. you to physically right? feel the metaverse that's, without that's having what I'm to saying. hold a controller or put on a glove. We got a chance to meet with the Emerge founding team so we could try out the Wave 1 firsthand. And we even got a chance to record a full podcast talking about how they invented it. So if you're interested in learning more about it, be sure to check that out next. The Emerge team has spent the last six years in R&D developing the Wave 1, which started out as a fairly large device and is now streamlined into a sleek looking device that you place on a table. On the outside, it looks like a small computer, but on the inside is all the innovative tech that allows this device to create a magic force field in the air. Emerge isn't attempting to recreate real-life textures or solid materials. They want to redevelop what touch feels like in a digital world. They're essentially creating a new language of touch and feel in the virtual world. So how does it all work? It uses a technology called ultrasound, basically invisible sound waves at a different frequency that are going through the air. You can't see these waves, but you can feel them. You might be thinking, how is that possible? Well, remember that sound is a mechanical wave that creates pressure in the air. When you go to a concert, you feel the music in your chest. Or when you place your hand close to a large speaker, you can feel it move the air. This is a similar concept with the Emerge Wave 1, just on a more micro scale. They use ultrasonic waves and pack tons of small speakers to emit these waves. They track the hands using the cameras that are built into the Quest headset. And by combining this and AI, they can then reconstruct and even sculpt this acoustic field in 3D. 
You can feel this mid-air force field up to 3 feet above the device and 120 degrees around it. And when you align that with what you see in virtual reality, your brain starts to convince your mind that you can feel that object is really there. So, in this game where you shoot water to clean pigs, it actually feels like there's cold water coming out of the bottom of your hand. It's difficult to explain in words, so here's some of our reactions while playing the games and experiences with the Wave 1. Oh, hey, 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 hey. I can hear you, hello. <laughs> that's, that's interesting. Yes. Dude, that's just weird. Yeah, I can agree with you. It is really weird. So if you can get your boner over that thing, you're good to go. I was just like gonna this, say that. Uh, this is just this is just as this is one step closer to 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 fucking cum pods. Like yeah. this mm -hmm. is. This I was is gonna it. say how long until they just build something that you can sit on or lay on, right? And, or suit. Yeah. It's like, oh, did we talk dude. about this last time that that headset, the VR headset that kills you if you die in the game? Like we, in, we talked about on one of them. Yeah. Yeah. It actually kills you in real life if you die in the game. I don't know why the fuck you would want to play that game. But dude, yeah, I'll pass hard pass on that. It's like, especially these kids playing Call of Duty will have that. That's a great depopulation agenda right there. <laughs> no shit, dude. I mean, well, yeah, because when you're playing that, you die more than you freaking kill. Like I do. At yeah. least. You're getting killed every other time you're killing. But I guess it pumps like radi radiation into you like hard and fast. And that's how it kills you. I thought it would like drive a spike in you, but it's pretty weird because <laughs> it's got two tubes right here so you, you think just it would bleed shoot. out on your living room floor yeah i mean well that that's probably less harmful than a shitload of radiation right this is this is a technology that's available not yet i'll actually pull this up i'll see if i can find it quickly here where are they sonic canada uh they're, no it's they're not trying they're, they're trying to kill the the teenagers over there yeah where aren't they though now, would you yeah, guys somebody's... ever use anything like that? Fuck no. I would not. I've already, no. used, I've already used VR before, and I bought a Samsung one. As soon as I put the headset on, everything looked really weird. And a few minutes after I had it on, I had a really bad headache, so I'll hard pass. That's what I hear from everybody. Is the graphics you know, are shit? It's. I agree with yeah. I agree with Julia. They are. They are it's really not bad. even enjoyable. We actually got one for work. Um, and they use it to go out and, you know, the, the guys will put it on and they can go inspect the building and, and show us in real time what's what they're looking at. But the both the people that have worn them that I've talked to said about 10, 15 minutes, they get that thing on and they're nauseous as can be. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I, I can't imagine anything good coming of it. That's for sure. I do feel like it's a little bit like Ready Player One in that way, kind of like what um, Amit was saying earlier, just because they essentially live in trailer parks, but like the trailers are stacked on top of each other and they don't care because they can just put their headset on and they can live wherever or be wherever. And they have friends there. They put on the suit and you can like feel any place on your body it's just like why live if you can do that right yeah so this isn't it I, somebody sent me uh this kid brian sent this to me 
and it's got i'll see if i can find a picture of it but i don't think it'll be out for 15 years i think is what it said but it's strange looking it's got like fucking this is it right here it kind of has horns interestingly enough yeah yeah i just clicked on my computer's a little slow but yeah so this and those things i thought i mean they look like they would drive spikes into you but (laughs) you are just a single barrel chamber right there yeah 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 exactly like something that like would be like a projectile like analog type thing but it's radiation kind of crazy damn that's some weird i don't know i'm not down with that now with the ready player one that 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 shit bothers me because that was like them normalizing that next life they want us to live like you said julia stacked on trailers living in a virtual world where we just eat and consume enough to survive but you don't have to go anywhere because everything you're doing is virtual you know you are yeah and they had like little treadmills set up so you're running in Mm -hmm. the game and it was i mean the at the end of the movie it was like oh it's a positive because the guy who takes over the oasis makes it to where you can only log into it like two or three days a week and the rest of the days it's like closed down so you have to spend time in the real world which is great and all but in our real world it wouldn't be like that they would just like let us loose to basically uh our own demise really yeah it's almost like an avatar like only wednesdays you can get in the oasis no they just let us kill ourselves yeah and and that's what that that movie Avatar reminds me of too is is these people getting in these bodies and going in this virtual world and then what are they essentially they just become fodder for, for the the government that's coming in to destroy everything and it's like is that what we're meant to do are we are we born so that we can pop on a headset and live in this fake world when well i mean matt honest to god like we have a serious problem with people who just hate themselves and want nothing more than to assume an alternative identity so that's where the whole catfish thing came from because they were so desperately wanting companionship and like a boyfriend or a girlfriend but they knew like to get that girl or that guy they would have to have like a fake profile picture and they're starting fake relationships because they just can't stand who they are and that will never change probably until people start working on themselves but the whole thing about the virtual reality is like be whoever you want to be look however you want to look and that's very appealing to a large you know the majority of people so it is scary that i think you left out a key part though the part that they love the most is they can live forever Mm. in the vr right and that's the thing that they're looking for immortality and i think that's the end game here is that they want to find a place where they can be god and they can live forever because or just like at some point you would just create your avatar and you would be in that avatar as for as long as you were in your physical body and then like at some point they'd upload your consciousness into the game after you die so you don't even have to look at yourself as a you know tubby whatever you're out of shape whatever you hate about yourself that makes you want to escape to virtual reality it doesn't even matter because i'm dead and i'm just an avatar person now in this virtual reality 
And I'm sure they would love that for us to just be easily deleted <laughs> from a game. There's that really freaky episode too of, of uh, Black Mirror where it's kind of like a Star Trek uh, fake fake Star Trek thing you've seen that I'm at. Yeah, I've and seen that episode. I don't know if you one, guys... Is it the one where the guy's riding a stationary bike? No, that's uh that's a different one. But this one, it's like it's it's modeled after Star Trek, and the Star Trek world that they live in, it's a part of their consciousness. So, like, let's say like how it goes, like I'm the leader of this like fake world, right? And we all work in an office, we're computer developers. That's the story of this movie. And um, you know, me and Amit are friends, but then like I don't like Adam, and you know, uh, you know, I'm just saying, like, this is how it goes. And so oh, it's, I, a, it's I, a believable story. You know? I target Adam. And I make him like a slave in this game. So part of your consciousness what is kind a of slave, slave, maybe a sex slave. I don't know. <laughs> we can do whatever you want. But the thing is, like, it's just uh, it's it's interesting that like. It, so Adam in real life is happy, but there's a part of his consciousness in this game that I'm torturing constantly. It's That's weird. awful. Yeah, That's it's horrible. crazy. That's and so horrifying they go in there and they break their parts of their consciousness out so that they have their whole part of themselves whole again, but like this whole, and they don't even know how long that part of them was being abused in the system. So it's just a weird idea. It's like a soul trap. Exactly. It's part of a soul trap like that. It sounds like, so it's weird. So. Which a lot of the things that we do are soul traps. Um, I think social media is a big soul trap. Because you get online and you see how good everybody's doing and like post family photos and everyone's all smiling and happy or whatever. And they're in real life, they're like on the verge of a divorce and hate each other, have a terrible marriage. But we've like, we consume everything that we see. And it's like, why can't I have that? Or why don't I have that? And it's all just fake. And in, in, in a way, it is like a soul trap because we've let facebook and instagram and everything control how we view relationships in ourselves yeah. so, we've, we've grown way. to a giant popularity contest now yeah right? I agree with that. yeah and a highlight reel most likes yeah mm-hmm. we're looking at highlight reels constantly you know no one's ever posting like uh you know i'm on i'm on my last warning before the the fucking water gets shut off or whatever you know like no one's posting that online no one's so. posting that you're right so yeah, yeah. it's tough but hey it's the system that I guess we all voted for, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's um, it's scary, man. Like, I know at least on the actual physical level, like part of the reason for me leaving my job, why it was so easy to do it, is because I was all I was doing was building concrete, like mic they call them like micro lofts and stuff like that. And those I used to install, build elevators for a living, and I it was fucking awful mm-hmm. and uh all there is all, i guarantee it oh you guys all live close to cities you know i don't know how it is in in oklahoma city or in uh tucson but i imagine it's probably pretty similar to portland like they're just leveling old neighborhoods and putting up you know three-story condo buildings with yes. with uh one That's floor going on here in la That's yeah in la too I mean, and uh it's, just, it's always one floor of uh retail at the bottom no parking anywhere and then little little baby condos on top so i mean that's that's getting closer and closer and closer to those to those uh to those little trailers in in ready player one and and people are signing up for them they're they're selling out you know because it's trendy they're making it cool 
And yeah. I don't know if, if this is the case where you guys live too, but uh, every grocery store in my area is getting remodeled. Like they, like Walmart <laughs> got remodeled. Yeah. yeah. After, after this whole thing with the pandemic and shit, right after that wrapped up, I mean, Walmart and, and uh, Safeway were remodeling as the pandemic was going on. And then um, a Target did it. And then a Fry's did it. Fry's is Kroger. So it's That's like all that PPIE money. Well, that and also, I mean, people stocking up on food because they were told that, you know, we thought that it was hard to come by and it and it can be. It's a reality. But it I mean, it was always kind of smoke and mirrors there. But, dude, they cashed in on it, man. They're all remodeling, at least around here. It's weird. Yeah, I remember during the, the heat of it when people were panicking because Walmart had all these. Um, oh, fuck. What are they called? Like storage containers outside their stores and they were stacked up and they're like well maybe that's the supplies for the internment camps it's like no you fucking idiots that's their supplies because they know there's shipping issues so they're just backing up their stock so they can reload their shelves yeah getting uh, everything that they can that yeah. just feeds into that old boomer fema camp uh oh. walmart conspiracy <laughs> it's it's fun man it's like it's fun when you hear uh I used to go to like these freedom cell meetups and there'd be like these 70 year old ladies talking about FEMA camps and you know, they've been doing mm -hmm. it for like, since like the seventies, there's always train tracks by the Walmart. Yeah. They're the FEMA. Camps. Yeah. And they were probably over here, dude. They were probably screaming about Kmart in the eighties, you know? Yeah. 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 Train tracks by the Walmarts. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that FEMA camps is that far fetched of a thing. I don't think it's happening like by 2030 or anything. But, dude, the, I mean, you see some of these things. You see I some think, of these weird camps. I, I think FEMA zones are more realistic than camps. Sure. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a provable thing. Yeah. But, like, the the camps, it, it's not it's not as crazy as some things out there, is what I'm it's saying. Just, well, it's funny. I mean, though. they can just be FEMA, FEMA cum pods. They could. <laughs> that's, That'd be better. That's what they're going to be. That'd be better, actually. They won't need to, like, round people up. They'll be like, here's your VR here's your fucking boner pad like <laughs> too much of a good thing could be torture too that could be torturing people with too much pleasure yeah it's a possibility always oh yeah i don't know you guys want to hit yeah. this one this is that the mother of all conspiracies right now good old oh. balenciaga <sighs> weird this man this one is like, it, 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 it's so weird. I don't know. What do and you guys think about this? So, so I heard just in like passing in a couple, like just stuff on social media, but I haven't looked into it really. I just saw memes and stuff. So this is the ad is these two, these two little kids standing next to each other in separate photos. Is that what it is? Or are these all different ads? No, the original ad is on the left. Okay. Is this one? Let me see if they, if I can find the actual original ad. Let's see. Here. Kim Kardashian was the face of this ad campaign too. And yeah, so here, um, Balenciaga. What is Balenciaga for people like me who live in the woods? It's, it's a overpriced clothes. Do they sell it at like the mall, or do you have to go to like a fancy like a Westfield mall, like a Balenciaga store? You have or to go. To, you have to go to like uh, the fancy mall or Rodeo. Yeah, it's yeah. rich people shit. Not for us peasants. Okay. And they sell jewelry and you no, know, and bullshit. it's it's one of those things. It's kind of like, you know, I, I equate it to like Yeezys. It's just overpriced shit that people want for the name. Okay. Y you know, it's just I don't know. I don't uh, they did a and fashion it, show. Actually, let me see if I can pull that. Is it up. owned by is it owned by anybody famous? 
Well, oh my God. woman that bringing that, that up, run- Adam. They had they. It's a company called. It starts with a K. I, I, Matt, you could probably look it up. But they own Louis Vuitton and all these uh, designer brands. Okay, got it. So it's a big conglomerate, like uh, like Peter Nygaard stuff or something yeah. like that. So here's a creepy. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah I've seen that one where they're like walking through the mud. Yeah, it's like real yeah. weird shit. Yeah, it looks like like a stop animation, like silent film from. It looks like a Nosferatu or something. Yeah, it's like a poor man's dead man walking. I don't know. It's just weird. But okay. anyway, yeah. So they're like a high end fashion, supposedly. And so they run this ad campaign and it has this bear in it. Yeah, now, a little kid holds like a little four-year-old girl. Yeah, it's a little bear. yeah, a little toddler holding a, a teddy bear. Now, mind you, the teddy bear has SM gear on. It has, you know, uh studded cuffs on its ankles <laughs> and wrists. It's got, you know, that fishnet Matt. shirt. Matt, so sorry to interrupt you. So the company that owns Balenciaga and all these fashion designing brands called Kering, K-E-R-I-N-G. That's again, K-E-R-I-N-G. Kering, huh? Kering. I mentioned the teddy bear with Ryan on the Wizard of Oz episode to the teddy bear and the white rabbit. They're both triggers. Um and then the fact that the teddy bear has on this like BDSM whatever, even if it was just a regular teddy bear, it would still be concerning to me just because I know how they use it. But then they are going to put the white rabbit right next to it. It's just, I mean, if you're of the understanding, I feel like you would look at this picture and know exactly what they're trying to say. Oh man, the moon's back there too. They're doing the moon thing and the dragons. Dragons, Mm -hmm. some white rabbit. And then, so where is this this paperwork that's about the uh, the pedo case or something? Isn't that isn't there some like legal case or something? So that purse was showing. I thought that that was what the issue was with everyone was the symbolism, like the white rabbit. And I, I mean, I was looking for like deeper meaning. I didn't even notice the BDSM on the bear. Like when I first started looking at this, it, it, Ghost had to point it out to me because I was looking around. And I was like, yeah, there's some weird symbolism, but I don't think that, I mean, symbolism's in every single thing that we look at. So I didn't mm-hmm. get why people were freaking out until I noticed the fucking main thing, which is this bear that's for sale. That uh, is clearly some, it's a, it's a reference to sex, obviously. And to have and a you child, got kids in here. right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, the kids being involved is fucked. It's a red haired kid. Yeah. And now supposedly (laughs) like Julia took all sorts of shit for this. And now they're suing the ad maker for like $25 million. The guy. Yeah. So they're trying to cover their ass and say that now an interesting side note to all this is one of their biggest supporters is the Kardashian witches. Mm -hmm. And she obviously came out hard against Kanye for what he said, but has yet to say a fucking word about this shit. Well, she pulled she's a classic card. Any- Go ahead. She's not going to say anything because she's getting paid by them. She's going to keep her mouth shut and let them deal with the. No, she, she's involved with with their ad campaign or something. She's the face of it, but she pulled okay. a genius Kardashian move. Where over the weekend she went and hung out with Tristan Thompson, who was the dude that cheated on her sister. 
So like people are talking about that, that pay attention to her and no one gives a fuck about this Balenciaga thing. Yep. Um, if you want me to show something real quick, just to give Adam an idea of Balenciaga here, uh, this is uh, something that you can buy from them. If you want uh, some nice sweats, oh, these cool. uh, this is a baggy sweatpants in black, $1,100. Yeah. Those were $1,100 pants. How much is a trash bag, bag mail man purse? Uh, I don't know, but they have 25, quite a few bags. $2,500 for the trash bag. I mean, this uh, all this shit reminds me of Kanye's clothes. There's Kim Kardashian. You can't miss it right there, you know? That's, nope. You can tell it's Kim Kardashian. Uh, let's see. These oh, are they associated with... And they're associated with Adidas, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that gets in. Uh, Adidas just dropped Yee. Oh, yeah. And so they are talking about... Even though Adidas was a Nazi company... Yeah. They are all against anti-Semitism, but pro child grooming. Yes. I can't find the trash bag, Adam. Okay. Yeah, well, and, sorry. And the interesting thing about Christmas, that too, Christmas is coming up, Ryan. Yeah. Okay. I'll keep it. Oh, you know what? <laughs> Let me see. I think I might have found it. There it is. Bags and totes. There we there go. There it is. What's the price? Unlisted. No, no. Seven, seventeen hundred dollars Oh, okay. there you go. And it looks lovely. like a 13 gallon uh kitchen trash bag. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like a generic Santa bag. Yeah. Little shoe bags. Oh, well, speaking of Christmas, did you guys see that um NY Patriot video he posted about them like promoting and blasting like in the Santa Claus movie? How it's like I love Satan instead of saying I love Santa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, with Tim Allen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw this weird thing with the Balenciaga thing that it's like Latin for "do without wilt" or something like that. Yeah, I saw that too, but it wasn't a direct translation, so it seemed they like it was a little bit of a reach. They were stretching. Okay, I was like, ah, I don't know about that's. Yeah, really it's like odd. the whole Hebrew NASA meaning deception thing. It doesn't yeah. really. I forget who it was, but somebody was saying that it, it equated to "do as thou wilt." The uh, Alistair mm-hmm. Crowley, you know, quote. Huh. I don't know. I do know that Cilio that I, I was looking at that I watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yesterday, and that street that they lived on Celio, right is that what it was called yeah Celio drive the drive yeah house that translates to heaven or sky Mm -hmm. so that's kind of interesting so yeah what else is interesting is um so Trent Reznor actually has the door to that house Mm. in his house and I think there was something written in blood on that door like hell or something weird pig right they wrote pig. I think that was the lobby was on the, house. Yeah, on the wall. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was interesting. He went really out of his way to make sure he had that door. And it's, it's you know, interesting. But she lived across the street from, like, Mama Cass, who is another big witch. 27 big in stature and... Yeah, real big. Mm-hmm. Speaking of ham sandwiches... Yeah. She choked on a chicken bone. <laughs> okay. She choked I, I, on a ham sandwich. Chicken bone, I thought. No, ham sandwich. I always heard ham sandwich. Yeah. Full callback. Huh. Yeah, that was ham a really good callback. Ham sandwich. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, all those things are weird, man. Yeah, she did not look 27, I will say. She looked about 87 with the way that, that body was, dude. Yeah. 47, man. She was she a big girl. 
she used to get it though oh, oh dude i hey i would i would go i would make a run at it you know what i mean if i had to <laughs> you have to you have to pretty talented so yeah call that a slump buster where i'm from yeah you got yeah yeah, I could say something <laughs> real fucked up, but there's a lady present, so I will not say it. <laughs> Don't be shy on my account. Uh, it's bad, so I'll just, I won't say it. Hey, with okay. that whole Balenciaga thing, how, I mean, it's obviously bullshit, you know, that they knew nothing. Like, you don't have any editors that check your ads before you just throw a campaign out there? I mean, they're, they're claiming sure stupidity they... and ignorance on this. And that's what I'm having a tough time with, you know, believing that they they knew nothing about this, that it just so it was a one again, we go back to it's like the lone gunman, right? This was the lone person. One person was responsible for this doing all this. Well, isn't the purse. So what's the purse ad? The one with that with that legal document in it. The The image. Yeah. I don't know, Matt. I think that you had that one up. The, the because one. isn't isn't that paperwork in it like some sort of like legal case about pedophilia or something like that? Yeah, I mean, what's interesting? It's uh, let's see what this is. It was back one when you hit, when it was showing the two kids, and then and there the, was a purse in the middle. All right. For some reason, well, let me go back. Let me redo this. I think that what this is though, what we saw like as it happened, was them just doing what artists do they consider themselves to be artists even though this isn't art in my opinion but they do what artists do and it's to push the boundaries that's what they're trying to do and they got caught, yeah, they got caught trying to do something that one right there they got caught trying to do something that that people weren't cool with but i mean let's be real if 80 percent of people were cool with this uh it'd be i found i found what you're looking for so supposedly that ad campaign they had was about the Supreme Court case versus United States versus Williams, is uh, the Scott case concerning distribution of child pornography. Yeah. Nice. So that's what that that was, I guess, huh? Mm-hmm. It's so dark, man. And it's like I, that I Wayfair even, shit. I didn't. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. I didn't even notice in this one they were showing the other bear too. Because this mm-hmm. was the other bear they were using. It's wearing like lingerie. Oh, it's wearing like a harness deal. Yeah. yeah. A leather harness, you know? And it's like, yeah. And this is the one, I think the ad with the, the purple one is the one that had like duct tape and shit in it in the foreground and just really weird stuff, man. Supposedly just- that duct tape image, I saw someone post about it. It had Bala or something like that. It has to do with something with Satan related. I don't know if that's the correct thing hmm. i sure like Satan, huh? you know like you said before with the santa claus right everything everything they're doing is, is actually matt can i see that again i'm sorry the one with the two kids do you do you find it interesting they didn't choose a picture of either of the kids smiling they almost looked like they just got told some something really shitty Oh, it's like, like they're being trafficked. Yeah. yeah, that's okay. So it's not just me. I'm oh, not, no, like, absolutely. You look at their face. These kids aren't happy. These faces. kids are like being punished. Yeah, it looks like they just got told, like, when you get home, I swear to God, that's lights out for you, bucko. Yeah, that little well, ginger what? is miserable. Purple. Well, what would face would you make if that's the fucking teddy bear they gave you? Matt, if you zoom in in the image, you can see the court case right there on the in the middle where your cursor is. right there yeah Yeah. it's got a lock on its neck too geez these are weird man 
I wish that we could see the bears. Like I didn't notice the bears on the website. I, you, the I think are... you might go under kids. They might actually be marketing them as like kids. Okay, let me check this. Yeah, because that that one that one looks like it's got handles on it, like it's either like a backpack or a little kid's bag. Yeah, like a kid, like a kid's backpack. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's Take what he's holding, right? Yeah. Oh, it's so fucking dark. The kid just looks miserable too. I mean, look at his face. Yeah. Look. And then her face. She looks terrified. Like John Podesta's. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. that's it. That well, that's what it, it reminded me of, right? Was the Podesta art and the um Elephantus yeah. shit. Yeah. With yeah, I saw Instagram. um I saw memory hold. You guys know about that who know who that guy is? Mm -hmm. uh -uh. He uh it's spelled memory H O L D. He does a bunch of stuff on child trafficking. Oh, uh, good stuff. Does good stuff on Pizzagate. I was supposed to come on my show once and didn't show up, so I'm a little bitter about that. But, you know. <laughs> Hold I no grudges, he, Adam. Yeah, I saw he just came out with a uh, new... It's on YouTube, so take it for what it is. But he came out with a new video all about it. And it just seems like it's the next the next rung of the ladder in the whole... Um, yeah. Pizzagate, you know, umbrella. So. Do you think they do it to taunt us? Or just, you know, like to say, ha ha, look, we can do this and there's nothing you can do about it. Or is it more yeah. on their end, something for to harness dark energy for their side? I Gosh. mean, it did upset a lot of people, so it could just be like an energy suck. But it's also like if if you're of the understanding and you saw a photo like that, you might be like, mm. kind of like the Wayfair stuff. Like, are they selling handbags? Or something I think, more sinister. Honestly, dude, I think it's a little bit of both, Matt. Because I mean, like, uh, they're they're putting things in your face to show you what they can do, and it pisses normal people off, like someone that thinks like these something for sale. These things are three hundred dollars, dude. They're hair clips, two hair Brits. clips for three hundred dollars. Plastic hair clips. You know, so yeah, shit like this. Yeah, they can do that, and uh, you know, fucking, you know, what's this scrunchy? A two hundred fifty. Oh, how scrunchie. much is the mask? The mask is one fifty. Get the fuck out of here! A sleeping mm -hmm. mask for five fifty. I mean, come on! Like this is all a troll. It seems like like everything that they do. I saw a bag. I mean, there was one bag out of all these that was kind of cool, but like, out of, if you saw it at like fucking Forever Twenty One, not for like a thousand dollars. Like this, uh, where is it? It's like wrapped in caution tape. It looks like, yeah, that. That's like cool for like a Halloween costume. Not yeah, you could go, go for like Target. You could go to Target. You could go to Target, buy that purse, and then buy the the danger tape. Oh, but it's Balenciaga danger tape. Yeah, so, you got to yeah. get that. But, but, but look, say, it like, says it says if you go up, it's it it's just ball, ball on it. Where on the on the on that purse? The caution tape oh. bag. Yeah, ball, <laughs> bail. With for the female listeners, I just want to give a visual. This looks like some shit you can get on Shein for yeah. $5. Or Wish. Wish, Shein, <laughs> wherever, Romwe. If you're wild. feeling risky. I mean, this is like some like mass-produced crap that you can get anywhere. Forever 21, maybe. Well, yeah, Gami was the hair clips. Most of the stuff that yeah. you make, it's made in the same factory. They just throw their labels on, label on it and say, okay, this is Louis Vuitton, this is Balenciaga and all that stuff. Mm. 
It's all yeah. made in the same place. I find that with all fashion, dude. Like yeah, I don't see I can... don't see any difference between Walmart and fucking you know a high end clothing store. It's all fucking cotton in the end. You can get Shein clothes on Amazon for double the price, and I keep trying to explain that to people. They'll be like, "Where did you get that?" And I'm like, "Shein." They're like, oh, I saw it on Amazon. It was like 20 bucks. I was like, no, it's 10 bucks. You need to go on the app and freaking order it. From She's going to tell us that uh, the promo code is uh, peach for 20%. <laughs> no, I wish. Hey, did I you wish. guys notice that though? I've noticed that a lot lately. Amazon is heavily marking shit up. Mm. Yeah. Like I, I noticed that, especially, I mean, it's tough today because of fucking Cyber Monday and all that, but. I, I've noticed lately Amazon shit, like I, I noticed it specifically with like my dog food. My dog food's like 30, has jumped like 30 bucks in the last month on Amazon, but everywhere else is the same. What the hell brand to, uh, is that? Chewy. Uh, that's where I go. Yeah. I've been using Chewy now for a while, but every okay, now and then. I was going to say, you can Amazon get. I... Is it grain free? Sorry. <laughs> Do you get the grain free? <laughs> Just tell me, is it grain free? <laughs> no, I just order regular dog food. I mean, she's got a fucking solid stomach, so I can give her anything. She eats like a, a license plate in there, like a shark yeah. and shit. No, it's like blue buffalo or something like that. Oh, that's expensive. Do you have that's a, a Sam's Club? No, we have BJ's up here. Oh, yep. okay. Never mind. Then. The Sam's Club has to hook up on the grain free dog food. And I'll tell you right now, dude, Rachel Ray's uh, limited ingredient is the way to go. $20 for a big bag. Fuck and it's her. Good. Hey, I don't care. I if would not buy the N-word, I don't care. That cunt. Dude, Rachel why? Ray used the N word? No, thinking... no, no. That was Paula Dean, my best. That's Paula Dean. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't think Rachel Ray did. I would, I, if she did, I would buy her stuff, though. I know. That's why I, I thought it was. That's why. There's I was rumors Rachel Ray is a man. Oh, come on. You've been laughing at me for the theme of stuff. <laughs> I wish you'd be surprised. No, I just, I can't stand her, man. I hate all those like mainstream people. Like, I won't buy any of their shit. Like she came out with like cook gear and my ex was all about it. I'm like, I'm not buying this shit. Get out of here. Well, I don't like it because it's her. It's just really cheap uh, quality stuff. It's quality mm. dog food. Quality? I just got a meat. I just got a meat grinder in the mail today, man. I'm going to make all my own, grind my own dog food from now on. That's a good idea started. because I don't know if you guys heard about a brand called Origin. They're a Canadian company. They got, they have another side company called I can't think of the name. It starts with a name, but they got brought out by um the Mars Corporation that makes M and M's and all these disgusting ass food. And my cat used to eat uh, their brand food, but we switched it switched him to a raw diet. Yeah. I tried to put my dogs on a raw diet, and they looked at me like I was crazy or something. Yeah. <laughs> I've been eating kibble they, so long. They got freeze dried raw from Stella and Chewy. That's what we give my cat, and he enjoys it so far. But I have big dogs. I mean, like they're they would be eating better at than me at that point. Like I just can't live with myself like raw steaks and chicken heads and all this, and I'm sitting here eating some fucking, fucking chef boy RD. Yeah. I can't yeah, I can't justify the pizza kit. Yes. What's me crazy eating about my dog and my dog having a T bone. Yeah. See, uh, my dog can't eat people food. She can't eat steak. She can't eat chicken. It gives her like explosive diarrhea so i gotta give her spraying out the ass oh it's not even funny like because when she was a puppy she had worms and stuff so her stomach Mm -hmm. her gut biome has always been off and i give her probiotics and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but it's still any natural food 
she just can't even touch it. Oh my god, for real? So she get the only thing she's I found that she's not doesn't have a reaction to is eggs. So I'll get her, fr- like I'll raw get her par- eggs. farm fresh eggs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Raw <laughs> eggs aren't bad. Yeah. So That's she can crazy, deal with man. that. But aside from that, nothing. It's like in one, then I'm cleaning it up the next morning. Yeah. My mm-hmm. dog's been doing some real cool thing every morning. I, uh, they piss like right before I let them out. They piss. Oh, nice. The it's real fun. <laughs> Last two days. they've been doing, it. And yeah. they're taking turns too. So I'm hoping that we got that taken care of. I don't know what the fuck the deal is, but. It's a fun, fun way to start the day, clean up a little piss, you know? <laughs> Dude, I had a nightmare the other day that my dog pissed in my bed. Like, I woke up in a cold sweat, and I look next to me, and I'm like, oh, thank God. Like, I uh, I had a feeling it was just going to be soaked. That's the worst. <laughs> you like felt a little you. warm spot by your Oh, <laughs> I don't know what it was. Something spooked me in my in my subconscious, man. And, oh, it played, it got me hard. And it was like four o'clock in the morning i woke up and i'm like breathing heavy and sweating and i look over and i couldn't even fall back asleep i'm like shit now i'm up since you mentioned (laughs) that i have to say i've been having like really weird dreams like the last month but i have been me too okay everybody has all right it's not just me good maybe not i don't remember i had a listen to this dream i had I had a dream the other night that my co-host Chud X was giving like a uh, a recorded TED talk, <laughs> but he was like in my shitty house and it was like, but there was like a live studio audience that was being projected to, but I could see who was in the audience and Ryan was there. Ryan was super into it, like doing standing ovations, but <laughs> it was, it was a terrible presentation about, I don't even know what he was talking about, but he was like, he was trying to be over intellectual and he was like taking these really long pauses between talking, <laughs> but, but Ryan was into it. Oh, that's so funny. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> no, oh my God. It's so crazy. You say that swear to God. I had a dream that, um, Ryan was like, I have, there's this, uh, really Chud good- was giving a speech in your house. No, <laughs> you're saying? like, there, there's this really good Chinese place. Like we, you have to try it. And I was like, okay, but I, I like Chinese food in real life, but in my dream, I was like, I fucking hate Chinese food. And you were just like screaming in my face. And I was like, I just didn't. I know. was? Yes. And it was just so weird. <laughs> and I was like, dreaming I about did me. not know you had this side. <laughs> Why and is everyone I, dreaming about me? It kind of it freaks me just, out a little but bit. It's, it's been weird dreams like that too. Or like, I'm in a hospital and I can't get out. And it's like a mm. weird haunted hospital or something. It's just been just awful weird dreams for the last like two weeks. Yeah, I've had some weird ones myself. You have a mirror in your in your room. A mirror. A mirror, like a mirror, like a mirror, like you. To yeah, I have two mirrors in my room. So, so supposedly, I've heard that if you have a mirror, you like project. It has to do with some projection type thing. What you think or see comes in your dreams that night. Yeah, you gotta look it up. I saw someone post on Twitter about that. Dude, it's crazy you say that because I was gonna do a Patreon episode about mirrors and like how shiny services, like the shit they do. And yeah, they say like, if you have a mirror and you go to sleep, like they used to not allow that in the old days, they would cover their mirrors because if mm-hmm. you died in your sleep, you're, it would suck you in. The mirror would suck you in um, mm-hmm. all kinds of weird shit like that. And then another thing that's pretty crazy. There was an experiment where in a dark room, you stare at your reflection in the mirror and like 90 plus percent of people see like demons and shit when they do oh. that in a dark room and they stare in a mirror for a long time. It's fucked up. Well, that's like the Italian. whole, you, you only see what like, a small percentage of what's 
you know, we only perceive a small percentage of what's actually around us. And you fucking yeah, imagine like, seeing demons in the mirror. Well, dude, mm-hmm. yeah, they're saying like they they started not recognizing themselves in the mirror. They started like their face started warping. They would see like demons or or scary shit around. Their face would contort, weird shit like that. And so yeah, mirrors are freaky, dude. And so I was gonna do an episode on that. And it's funny that you bring that up because that was something that I read. And it's also like gold, water, anything reflective has that same. Uh, principle which is interesting when you think about all the different monuments in the u.s that have water around them like the washington monument the 9-11 mm-hmm. monument and they call them reflecting pools so it's like a you know it's a fucking mirror there basically it's kind of you should look into my mom told me about this myth or maybe it's not but babies aren't supposed to see their own yeah, yeah, reflection yeah. for and um, until they're like two or three years old or something like that i've heard mm-hmm. about that as well mm-hmm it's interesting you say that too because if you i mean one of the things they say is when you take mushrooms net or any type of psychedelic never look at yourself in the mirror oh Mm. i do that every time so i can i do too and you watch you watch your face what my eyes look like like little pin needles yep (laughs) but that's the one thing that's interesting about that though is is when you're on mushrooms people's faces don't look real it's one of those things that automatically humans like it automatically distorts the human body. And like cartoonish? The, what's that? Like kind of cartoonish? Yeah, like well, no, like the face is like always off or you know, mm. the eyes don't line up right, or like, you know, one side's bigger or it's like crooked. It's the face, I always notice that whenever I try and you know, you put on the TV and you see a human. The face is always messed up. That sounds have, like a panic attack for me. Well, have you yeah. seen Fear and Loathing? In, yes. In Las Vegas, mm-hmm. when the nose like gets big, it's real subtle. Mm-hmm. Not the shit necessarily with like the lizard people and stuff, unless you took a lot, I'm sure. But yeah, I've seen that where like people's faces, like they're you look at them and their nose is huge or something mm-hmm. weird like that, or one eye is bigger, like you said, yeah, like a funhouse mirror kind of thing. Yeah, well, it's exactly. Like your, your face is supposed to align with the fibonacci sequence right interesting yes or something like that so like when chicks get fucking lip filler and shitty plastic surgery and stuff that's why you can you can tell because it doesn't it doesn't look right to your brain and that's why they have such a hard time with ai faces too is because our brain picks it up right away that it's not real because it doesn't fit in the sequence yeah, but we have been programmed to think that those are real pictures, though, because it's gotten harder to to distinguish AI people. It seems like, at least for me. Yeah, I mean, graphics hey, I are getting seen better. One recently, I feel like I'd need to see like a more recent one so I could tell. We've come a long way since Max Headroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, and it's crazy that that one site that this person does not exist is 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 a trip. It's a weird thing. Oh, that's a weird sight, man. And 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 think about how many news stories. It's so easy just to plug those faces in, right? Oh, well, eight people died today in a in a plane crash. Well, here's the eight people. All of them are don't exist. And it was this white guy that did it. Yeah, yeah it's like, of that's course. Well, that's it. That's interesting. You say that because the you know that whole shooting in Colorado, right? It seemed like it it fit the narrative. Right. You had a, a white shooter in a in a gay bar and it was like everything they could run with in the news. And then you find out that the guy that did it was binary 
and part of that community. And now all of a sudden you saw that story just go. Now, had that been a straight white male, we're still listening to it. Oh, he was gay? He was was non-binary as well. So there's uh there's this CNN footage um I don't know they're interviewing some trans woman about the thing and they're like talking about how the guy says he's non-binary and they're like no he's not non-binary because he can't present he looks like a man and he can't present as a woman wow. as like a trans person saying it so it's like it's starting to really really crumble and like stuff like this is going to just start continue happening and it's just it's fun to watch oh it's it's great because it's just blown up in their face right they're pushing it so hard right now that the most persecuted group out there is gays and trans and lgbtq when in reality nobody gives a fuck unless Mm -hmm. you're going after kids and that's the only time it's an issue other than that hey you want to chop it off you want to call yourself whatever have at it just don't make me play your stupid game. Mm-hmm. But they don't make they, me call you a, a he if you're a she. I don't like that. I really don't like that at all. They say it doesn't hurt anybody, but it's weird. It makes me feel crazy. Does it not? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? It's 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 fantasy land. It's fake. It's not real. Like I'm not playing games. You know. I yes. mean, it, it is what it is. And I mean, Mister Rogers said it right. A boy is a boy, and a girl is a girl. I mean, it's pretty simple. A boy can't be a boy. A girl can't be a girl. A boy can't be an animal. An animal can't be a, a, a man. You know, like it's it's just science. Yeah, Mister Rogers said that. Oh yeah, it, here I'll, I'll I'll give you a little ditty here. Have you heard that a, thing that he, he was, was a high he was tattooed? a high level he was a high level sniper. Dude, yeah, he was a badass. That's him why he and, wore the sweater, right? Bob Ross too. Bob Ross was a drill instructor, dude. <laughs> really? Yeah. What are you saying, Ryan? He has tattoos. Supposedly, he has tattoos from like the neck down, and like he's covered. They say that, but it's just one of those funny things. If you were born a boy, you stay a boy. Girls are girls right from the start. When you're born a girl, baby, you grow up to be a bigger girl and then a woman. Everybody's fancy. Everybody's fine. Your body's fancy. And so is mine. Only girls can grow up to be the mummies. Only <laughs> boys can grow up to be the daddies. Everybody's fancy. Everybody's fine. Your body's fancy. And so is mine. Dude, how Smart many man. kids does that dude have in his basement when he was alive, man? That guy <laughs> is a fucking psycho. You can tell. I feel like he is. I don't know. Nothing's come out about him, though. You know who's creepier than him, though, was Captain Kangaroo. Oh, well, dude, come on with that haircut, of course. That guy, dude. yeah, and that creepy mustache. Ooh, that guy creeped the fuck out of me, man. I didn't watch <laughs> any of those. I didn't really even watch Mister Roger. I was, I watched Reading Rainbow. Hey Ryan, look up, uh, look up, Ramblin' with no G, Rod. Ramblin this is Ron. this guy was like the regional uh kids every morning kids uh show host should i look Port- at it on youtube or what yeah sure in portland oregon this is this is oh, the guy man. i grew up with it was this is a regional guy huh yeah portland oregon uh yeah so it would, he had like a live studio audience show and then and then it would like cut to like tom and jerry 
cartoons and stuff like that. Is there okay? Well, that's, here I'll sh- <laughs> look oh, at God. this creepy fuck. Yeah, dude. Who's that's that? Got a, that's Captain Kangaroo. Captain Kangaroo. Yep. I feel yeah. like I'm scarred for life. Yeah, he looks Australian. That's the kangaroo. That's what the hearing the kangaroo and seeing that face makes you think that. Yeah, I guess right? so. I mean, it's just so weird. This is the guy you pick to talk to kids. If you want to terrorize them for life. I don't Unbelievable. know. Unbelievable. Yeah, he's a creepy fuck. I never trusted Captain Kangaroo. Barney's pretty freaky, too. But here is your boy. Uh, this is Adam's uh, is guy this? right here. Well, Ram- I don't know. This is Ramblin' Ron. It says Ramblin' Rod. Is that what you said? Yeah, Ramblin' one. Rod. That one right there. Ramblin' Rod show, 1984. Yeah, that's it. I remember this, Adam. Yep. This one here? Yep. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I got to make but sure the- I share my sound. I do this every time. Um, He came in on this. Uh, Yeah, here we go. All right, here. Let me make sure I share my sound. I got to go to the studio audience twice. Once on my birthday. Bur- Oh nice. shit! I bet it was wild. Time for the Ramblin' Rod show. Yeah, he's raging in the crowd. Hey, good morning once again, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Ramblin' Rod show, which talks to us for two weeks until Thanksgiving. That's correct. I see him. It's hard to believe. And then it's only after Thanksgiving. It's only a month until. They look like Cabbage Patch Kids. Christmas. Oh yeah, I know it. Not very. Hey, here's my girl Pat's idea. Who's your friend with you today, Ben? Kenny. Hi, Kenny. Oh. Look at that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> got one. Back dog. <laughs> We're fucking cabbage patch are everywhere. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But see that? See that tugboat? That tugboat. He came in and out on that tugboat. Get out. He rode in on it. Yeah. It had like wheels on it. And then they had the smile contest. And he, he was the uh, he was the weatherman for that channel for um, for for uh, KPTV twelve. Wow, Fox double channel. duty. Yeah, I mean the amount of colors is just it's it's like overwhelming. You know that the kids get so overwhelmed in there. And yeah, what was yeah, it this... that was? Did he wear buttons? Yeah, they're like buttons and patches all over this long yeah. jacket he had on. I bet it was. That's electric, I remember. Though. I remember the yeah. jacket. The jacket. It was a fun. It was a fun show though. I really enjoyed it. I had a good time. Just a couple times I got to go to the studio audience. You know, I don't think I was ever the smile winner, but um, I think I did get to go on my birthday. So I was highlighted in the audience on my birthday. Nice. It'd be funny if they just show Adam as a kid, like in the smile, yeah. like, right <laughs> smile contest winner. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I, I got to tell what, you, it looks what, a little weird, man. How does one. Does, did everyone get to qualify for the smile contest? Did they just go around and have you smile? Yeah, it's just like at the at the baseball game, you know, and they just like pan out on the crowd. Like kiss cam? Yeah. Okay. It's like that, but nobody was kissing. Did you guys watch the Wiggles? <laughs> uh, no, my sister did. I you had a, a lot crush younger. on the yellow one. Greg. You had a crush on the yellow one? Yeah. Man. Yeah, my sister watched that, like, Bear in the Big Blue House, which is weird as <gasps> fuck. Love, I, 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 I used to watch that show, Julia. You watched The Wiggles? I had. I hot did. Hot potato, hot potato. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad I missed, like, early 2000s TV. It sounds so terrible. No, you missed out. Bear in the Big Blue House was so fun. <laughs> what the fuck is that, Ryan? Dude, I don't know. This is uh, I'm under Rambling Rod. That's How did not you him. get to LA LGBT Center? <laughs> I have no idea, but I'm looking, I'm staring at this albino snake right in the face. 
<laughs> what is going on here? I'll this is what happens when you click just turban. <laughs> Never thought I'd see that. Look at that. Senator Moore's former medical director. Wow, ah, he probably died suddenly. Look at all these damn weird faces back here. Benjamin E. Teller. Huh, when yeah. did this happen? Looks like we just stumbled onto a case, guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it's from weird. July shit, this summer. Well, I'm going to put sharing my screen just in case something else comes up like that. That was weird. Yeah, who knows what you got going in there, man? I don't know, man. You got to wash this thing after seeing that. Wash the browser history. That's some weird, weird shit. Yeah, man. Fun stuff, though. Hey, <laughs> Adam, you're, you're la the pod you did with Chud on words, yeah. that thing was awesome because I'm all about the word magic and coming off you know, last week with Brandon talking about how, you know, they use different words to mean different things. You know, when I, when I heard Chud's uh, co, he was talking about his coworker, the Indian, uh, the Afghani guy, and how he said that our language makes no sense. The more I was thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, it does make no sense. Imagine being a foreigner and having to come here and learn the same word spelled differently with totally different meanings. Yeah. Like, how yeah, is that say, beneficial to us? They say it's one of the hardest languages to learn. Yeah. yeah. Unless you have like a Latin base, I would imagine. That would yeah. be the only thing that would help because you could understand some of the prefixes and suffixes. But other than that, this language is so fucked. Yeah, it, it, doesn't, totally make, is. it doesn't make sense because it's a mashup of like Germanic and like Romance languages. Yeah. A lot have of you ever have had to like teach someone English? No, I would, I would probably punch them. I, I, I'm not, I can't teach, dude. It's the hardest I'm, thing. I have like zero patience, so I'm like an awful teacher. Yeah. So I'm with you on that. But I tried, you know, I was, um, I was trying to teach someone English who predominantly spoke Arabic. So I tried to meet in the middle and I learned a little bit of Arabic, which is way simpler than English, by the way. And like... <laughs> If you try to explain like the most fundamental things, you almost sound crazy at some point because they have like masculine and feminine words for things like you would say beautiful one way for a woman and beautiful one way for like a man. It's like Spanish. Yeah. So it was kind of simple. I got the gist of it, but like right and right, like turn and right, right and, and right. Or you're right. Like trying to explain that to someone you literally i'm you're like i don't know why that's just the word for it like it doesn't make sense to me either i mean but even right like, right is such a tough word because it you can take it four different directions yeah and, or know, like just, writing down something yeah and so even r-i-g-h-t like, right that's correct uh, yeah. that's a direction it can mean you know it's so many different things that r-i-t-e yeah, mm -hmm. that you get trapped. And I, I that's what I feel like English is. I feel like English is a trap that they can play games within the language. And, you know, I listened to some, I was listening to an interesting uh, podcast. I th oh, it was Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracy. And they had a guy on talking about Bible code. And I find all that stuff interesting. But my only problem with some of that stuff is it, it goes back to the whole sun, sun thing. Does yeah. it translate to other languages or is it just only found in English? 
and a bunch of that stuff like in um like in zeitgeist the first full half of the movie it doesn't make sense because the english language wasn't invented at that time exactly they're saying that all that shit's the same and then there's people running around who people that we know have still have on their shows that their whole thesis statement is that shit yep the zeitgeist stuff just the whole sky clock stuff like how the words are the same and and every all the stories are the same and it's uh yeah so so are you saying like adam are you getting at the idea that like um english could have been potentially created to you know in obviously for other reasons but to confuse that sun s-o-n versus s-u-n is that what you're saying i'm saying that that theory and like the theory of people like saying that all these words are related it doesn't seem to add up when you really mm. think about it because english wasn't around at the time that they're saying sure. that that mm-hmm. those comparisons can be drawn mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting man because that that was something that kind of tripped me up when i first watched that but then as i kind of thought about it a little bit i was like you know this doesn't make sense i don't know for as far as religion goes obviously i mean everyone knows that you just got to do whatever feels right you know like you can't yeah. you can't push anybody into any of that shit that's what sucks about what's going on with the anti-christian shit you know so what's even more annoying than that is when is that all these people are like christians but different kinds um fighting amongst each other and arguing theology and all this shit like that and then there's like conspiracy christians who don't go to a church or have anything like that it's uh it's a whole it's a whole big mess you know and um yeah yeah, like I, I recently started going back to church and it was it was such a turnoff. Like as soon as I did it, I got it from both sides from like people saying, you know, you're wrong for going to Christian church to other Christians saying like the one you chose is is the wrong one. Yeah, you didn't choose the right team, Adam. Yeah. So like yeah. but that's what they want, right? They want us divided. You guys have more in common than you have differences, but over a little title now you're you're a pariah it's like what but that's i mean there are some pretty there are some pretty big differences but i you know i have no no interest in debating anybody about what what's right for me and what's right for them yeah and what why does it matter right it's my it's my choice this is my belief it doesn't i'm not pushing it on you so you know why can't you just accept it yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, I agree. I, I grew up Pentecostal, so I was like one of those ones that got made fun of all the time. Like, what? The Holy Rollers. And it just like, I never thought of it like that. But until I got older and I realized there were different denominations, I was like, I guess we are the kooks. Are those the ones that will hold the venomous snakes to prove that God's protecting them? The snake handlers? I, I we, did, we didn't have snakes, but we spoke in tongues. Oh, that's fun. I want to go to a church where they do that and just listen to it. And I I'm not going to participate. Like I thought it was totally normal. All my family members spoke in tongues and would run around the church and like get sprayed with the holy oil and all that. So I, I thought, you know, they get laid out and then you put the cloth over top of them. So when I got older and I went to a Baptist church for the first time, I was like, oh, my goodness, they don't do any of that here. Huh. It's pretty much just like singing and praying and going to lunch afterwards, whereas Boring. we were all covered in oil and tired from running. <laughs> <laughs> you got to you gotta like freaking uh, do an ice bath after your church routine to recover your body and shit. Yeah, I decompress. Yeah. <laughs> Hit the sauna and the ice bath. Sure. Yeah. That's awesome. 
That's funny. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, guys, I don't have much else tonight. Anybody else got anything? No, but I really do want to like maybe get with you on the cabbage patch stuff because that just interests me to no end. That's just so up my alley. It is we, interesting. We could talk about it. Yeah, I, I did it as kind of a one off. But yeah, I and it's funny because I've had like two people ask me now like, hey, you ever think anybody ever uh, invite you on a podcast to talk Cabbage Patch Kids? I'm like, dude, I'm like, I don't even know if I want to. I'm like, oh, this is so sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm uh, with you. I, I'll talk any day, hon. Okay. okay. It's, it's just, it's one of those, it's so dark. Like I it don't is. see anything good. About, I feel like even the release in the eighties was just a giant energy harvest and it was, oh, mm. it's just so dirty. Yeah, it would be Christmas kind of funny. And it would dog. be funny to be known as the Cabbage Patch guy, though. Dude, I got, I got that. I had a couple people fucking on on Instagram saying that, and I'm like, oh shit, here we go. I'm like, he's the Disney Cabbage Patch guy. One 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 of my one of my glisters was like, he's like, Ben, have you lost your mind? He's like, what is what's with all this Cabbage Patch shit? I'm like, dude, it was one day. I'm like, granted, it felt like a fucking week researching it and putting it out myself, but it was a day. I'm done with it. And it, oh, it's you're cool. doing on doing on Thanksgiving by yourself. It was the day before, so everybody had something <laughs> to talk at at Thanksgiving. Yes, nice. gift that keeps on giving. You got to look into Furbies next. Oh, dude, Molly no. pockets. I'm yeah, done Tom with the Tamagotchi's toys, man. I Fuck that. Polly pockets were the shit, dude. I used to have a Star Wars version of those. They had, I used to eat the shoes, though. Not good. Did you get into Pogs, Ryan? A little bit. That was a little before my time. But yeah, we didn't play it. We just collected them. Yeah, that's what it was. I was. It was. Ju- it was just like my brother was big into them. It. Ju- I was just older than that. But yeah, I remember that was a couple fucking years. craze, man. There were kids getting beat up over Pogs and shit, and yeah, <laughs> slammers. Yeah, Dude, yeah. Mike Tyson slammer and yep. shit. They had like cool ones, man. But uh, yeah, there's all kinds of toys, man. Uh, that'd be a fun episode to do eventually is something like with toys, because um, like that that series, man, you got to check out the rest of the episodes. I don't know if you watched that Cabbage Patch one. Or yeah, just I, I watched it, it today. Check out the WWE one and like just all that shit. It's just cool. There's like drama and all this shit. And like there's what's it called? What is it? Toys the that toys that built America on, on Netflix on yeah. history. Okay. And then there is one on Netflix too. Yeah, there's the toys that uh, the toys that made us. I believe is what that's the one I'm referring to, Matt. Yeah, yeah, that one has. Oh, then I've seen that because that has like GI Joe and He Man and all that shit on there. Yeah, but specifically the WWE one was sick because like they were trying. That's the only one I haven't seen. Oh, it's so cool because they're talking like WCW, like fucking like bid to get these toys, and then they got like undercut. Yep. And there's like fighting back and forth over who gets the rights and they just show them. And it's like super nostalgic to go back and look at these dope ass toys. And I love Oh, and it was stuff. so cool because they had the battle between the rubber figures and the figures with movable appendages. Like there was yeah, yeah. all back and forth. And the I ones was... that were just in cool positions, but couldn't move. Yeah, but they were oh, like a shit. real solid rubber. Though. yes I, I had those in my shower when i was little well they had some of them adam <laughs> like when we were younger that were like a foot tall yeah, yeah. and they were that hard ass rubber frisbee shit like dog I remember toy. Having rowdy piper yeah i got rowdy piper's uh autograph at the mall he's from he's a, a portland guy oh, have man. you ever watched that uh speaking of wrestling have you ever watched that 
it's a vice docuseries it's dark side yeah dark side of the ring or whatever it's really cool the ones that show like all the old or there's one that's specifically about the different might like regions before wwf unified everything so they have like the pacific northwest region that'd be like WCW, all the, ones, yeah. the portland the portland pacific northwest region the tennessee region yep. you know like all that stuff it's, it's pretty funny, cool dude. yeah dude uh, those old toys are the shit man i i don't know if i told you i have my uh i found my cop rods and i have the full set of cop rods dude so sick it's yeah you so were telling dope. me that because i pulled out i i i it's like once every couple years I find this stack of garbage pail kids that I have still from back in the day. And it's like somebody, cause after putting all the cabbage patch shit out, people started mentioning, they're like, Oh, garbage pail kids were so much better. I'm like, hell yeah. And then I'm like, I got to find these things. And I got a stack of like, probably like a hundred of them still, but they're yeah. cool as hell, man. Those things are awesome. And I'm starting to collect the Chrome ones, the new Chrome ones. I'm you buying got me, dude. Around. Don't do that to me because I'm a I'm like a hoarder when it comes to that shit, when it comes to collecting. And Dude. I started as soon as you showed me that I started fucking Googling it. And I'm like, damn, man, they're sick. The, the rose gold ones and gold ones are like thousands of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So I was looking at cool. like you can you can even buy some of the old packs, like mm-hmm. the original series one packs for like 15 bucks a pack. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love so. to try that gum. See like the, it, the originals. Yeah, yeah, the series, like the Adam Bomb 15, ones for fifteen bucks. Yeah, I'm, yep. I'm Adam Bomb. Yeah, <laughs> you're the first card. Yeah, I'm the first name, first card, all that shit. I'm flying. I used to, here. yeah, I used to. My parents would set me loose with a couple bucks, and I'd walk up to the Wilshire Market liquor store by my by my house, and they had Mexican hats, which were like these nice. uh, ju- juji fruits, you know, but in the shape of a sombrero. <laughs> get and they were a penny a piece get a handful of those and some garbage pail kids man it was a good good afternoon that's dope <laughs> yeah we had a five and ten i do the same thing take whatever allowance or whatever money i gathered up i was buying candy and cards yeah it's the shit dude I'm trying to get back into it man it's fun i'm trying to get out of it i <laughs> i ditched like ten thousand. i do I, honestly i probably had close to a hundred thousand cards at one point i had a whole closet just stacked of boxes of old baseball cards and shit and they weren't even print worth the cardboard they were printed on yeah so that's one thing point, man yeah they at one point they were and then they weren't yeah they yeah, overdid like the it mid 80s mid 80s cards are the biggest dog shit ever they're not worth anything is that, <laughs> is that ken griffey jr upper deck rookie card that ruined it for everybody man Dude, and that was a big scam. Come to that find was the out, the holy yeah, there's a whole documentary about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how they made millions of them, and they it was just the, didn't play. It was they the were crypt. like the diamonds, right? It was, I the, mean, it that... was the crypto of 1989. Yeah, it's the diamond real, market. Real yeah. quick, too. <clears throat> I, I don't know when we plan on wrapping up. Uh, but the the uh, did you guys see the Pepsi challenge where the guy fucking got the yes. chopper? No, for, it was uh, a Harrier yeah. jet. Yeah. Oh, a jet. Yeah, that's right. He fucking. Like so, Pepsi had this scam, and they were trying to sell a bunch of soda. And this, and they said that you could get a jet if you bought enough soda. It's like seven million dollars worth of soda. They were like, no, one's no, no, buy no. Shit. not seven million dollars. Seven, seven million, million points. points. Okay, seven million. Big points. difference because it was crazy. Because the the what happened was they ran the campaign in America, and it showed seven million points. And they ran the same ad in other countries around the world. And it was like 700 million points, like just some astronomical number you could never reach. The key, the guy found a loophole in the, in the contest. And what it was, was that you only had to buy one six pack, 
But then after that, you could buy the remainder of the points for pennies on the dollar. 10 cents a piece. Yeah. He figured out it was 700 grand. Yep. They got a rich dude to help him with that. And (laughs) then they fucking got the jet and they they sued him and got this fucking jet. No, they didn't get the jet. No, they they got 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 thrown out. They lost in court at the end. They got... They offered him like they tried to settle with him like seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. The guy said no. They took him to court. It took like four four years, and then it just got uh, thrown out. Now they like it's a case. I swear like, I watched this, and it said that he fucking got it. No, no he doesn't yeah, get no. it. No, what happened was he would have got it, but they sent it. They sent the court case to New York, and what happened was is that Pepsi got a uh, you know a favorable judge who was a. Cunt. Yeah, she was favorable to uh, corporations. Yeah, and she ruled in in their favor. Now, one of the things is the legacy of it is it's now like one of the court cases that they use as an example in like school. In law as, school, yeah. Yeah, as a case where people, you know, and, and most people side with the guy that lost. Damn, I, I was fucking not really paying that much attention to it, but I swear it made it seem like he got the damn jet. That sucks. Well, that yeah, it's that kicking story, the balls, then. man. Because <laughs> and then what the kicker was, they ran the ad right with the seven million points, and then and there was no disclaimer on the bottom, nothing saying that it was fake. So he ran with it. Then they once they found out he had got the points, then they started running the ad with the seven hundred million points, and then they started putting <laughs> a disclaimer at the bottom, like you know the jet is fake. And they tried to fuck with this guy. Like they they thought of every way to get around it. Like they were gonna give him instead of giving him a legit Harrier jet, they were gonna give him the model from the commercial, which is just uh, like you know a, a piece of, you know cardboard basically dick move plastic. Yeah, and they found every way to try and screw him out, and they eventually just lawyered him out of it. Huh. Bastards. But, it, it it's the way it works man they always get us in these contests but that was like, crazy because uh that scumbag michael avenatti shows up in that in that documentary avenatti the guy from the yeah, island stormy, stormy daniels yeah. lawyer oh okay you're right yeah yeah he he plays a big role in this and he's uh, and it just shows he was a douche from day one yeah he's a scum he was such a cocksucker but well, yeah, a that's lot a, of those out there. That's a great documentary if people want to watch it. Actually, Netflix has had some really good ones lately. I'm not a big Netflix guy, but like the that the Pepsi one was real good. They had a good one on uh, FIFA, the soccer corruption that was going on with FIFA. Um, they have a whole series about um, like sports and things like that where they do they did one on an old hockey team from the town i used to live in oh yeah that one that that like 18 year old kid owned and he just yeah his dad was a mob boss all the guys that fought yeah his dad was like in sanitation like yeah his dad well yeah some people say that his dad is the character they based tony soprano off of and and ironically the kid's name was aj and Tony's son was called AJ too. So it was, it was real weird. And they're both in the carding business and yeah. Interesting to say the least guys, this has been awesome. Uh, Go around and let people know where they can find your stuff. Amit, we'll start with you, buddy. Uh, You guys could follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Hawk underscore itch underscore podcast. And you can find my podcast on all podcasting platforms like Apple, Spotify, Google Podcast, etc. 
And thank you so much, Matt, for inviting me on the show. And it was nice seeing you, Adam, Julia, and Ryan again. Yeah. Good to see you, always a pleasure, my friends. Adam, what do you got going on out there? Uh, just uh, putting out a um, bunch of uh, mediocre shows, you know, except for I got a real good one above average with Julia coming out, I think Friday or Saturday, I'll check, but it's on the uh, Yuba city five, some true crime stuff. Deborah loves it. She talks during true crime. She likes Julia. So she wasn't quiet for that one, but um, yeah, just uh, I'm going to keep, keep going. Uh, Deborah gets red pilled and uh, find me, Deborah and Chud over there doing it and uh, open invite to all you guys. Whenever you want to come on, I got to get a, a meet on. He's the only one that hasn't come on out of the group, but um. Yeah, I'm really uh, always honored to be here with you guys. And uh, thank you so much, man. You guys are the doing the doing the work. And um, yeah, keep at it, guys. I will I take you up show. on that offer, Adam, because I, I I had such a good time talking with Deborah when I was on your show, man. I'd I, love I, to do- I always have a good time talking with Deborah. She's very open minded. So, <laughs> for a closed-minded person right yeah that's all you're going to burn in hell <laughs> adam thank yeah, you so much my friend i appreciate it yeah thank you guys julia tell the people where they can find the cosmic peach i'm wherever you listen to podcasts instagram cosmic.peach.podcast and brand new on youtube Ooh. so yeah how long is so, that gonna last? Yeah. I've Good decided luck. I'm only going to put the uh less risque episodes on the YouTube. Hey, so, it, in all honesty, get a either a bit shoot or an Odyssey yeah. or a, a rumble to put you all your stuff on. Yeah, because... get get an Odyssey, Julia, and then just have it linked to your YouTube. So every time you upload to YouTube, it'll just go to your Odyssey as well. Yeah, that's what I do with Rumble. I do the same thing. I have I have my own YouTube channel, but I in case my YouTube go is gone, I could have all my thing on my Rumble channel as a backup. Smart. Yeah, that makes sense because I was I'm only putting like anything that um your grandma could listen to on YouTube, and like some of the heavier stuff is just going to be like you have to go to Apple or wherever to listen to like the heavier episodes. Um, I'm gonna maybe do video too. I don't know. I'm so I don't know. I'm like so wishy washy about that. It's, hey, you'll know what's right. You'll feel it, and you'll just well, do yeah, it. Yeah, and I I feel like it's one thing to like get a shit comment on like an audio only episode. But it's like if you put your face out there, then they attach your face with like the shit they're about to say to you. So it's like, oh, it's even better. I haven't gotten shit on anything. I post my face on YouTube and on Rumble. I haven't gotten any comments back on any from anyone. Somebody you told know, we'll me see, I sound we'll like see. I have uh, low T. <laughs> 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 That's so fucked up. That's just really specific. Yeah. <laughs> I am a bit monotone, so I took it constructively. Oh, that's fucking hilarious, <laughs> man. <laughs> guy has low T, I bet. <laughs> How do you oh say my it? So Out of all the things you could come at somebody with, you got low T. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, I've been called autistic before, but that's a whole different story. I have too. Yeah. That's funny, dude. Oh, man. Right. What do you got going on, bud? uh not low t hopefully because yeah that's <laughs> fucking hilarious dude. 
Um, but uh, just same old stuff over here, man. Dangerous World Podcast, always having fun. And um, I have a couple episodes planned out. I got something planned for Christmas, around Christmas. Um, trying to finish the year strong. It's real like easy to get unmotivated this time of year. Um, like Ghost and I did a cunt episode. And we were kind of lazy with it, you know, so uh, getting over this little lazy hump uh, will be like the only challenge. But I think we're already on the other side of it. So balls to the wall to the end of the year and then just, uh, you know, restart everything, I guess. But what about you over there at the Great Deception? We got some things in the works. I'm taking it easy this month. I'm not I don't have anything scheduled. Uh, I got one, I think one podcast next uh, tomorrow that I'm doing with somebody. But other than that, I'm just gonna take it easy i'm gonna be doing my shows but uh i don't know i need a i need a little break right now just to slow down get ready for the new year i'm gonna take the cues from winter and just ease into it and not go fucking balls to the wall like you rye i'm gonna take it a little easy and uh but i got some things in the work for next year i got a a a buddy i want to get a series going with we'll do like a monthly series on uh some old world architecture and things like that and really cool stuff so we got a bunch of things in the works so stay tuned great deception podcast find me anywhere reach out i'm I'm available guys thank you so much as always this was my favorite and it was because of you all so have a great night stay strong question everything <laughs>